All right, welcome to the journey. It is Friday night. We are live as usual. I go through my uh, announcements here. We have a special guest with us, the one and only Shakira, and uh, <laughs> and John sharing the link. And make sure you guys share if you're on with us um, and comment. Be a part of tonight. Engage. Be with us. But one of the things I want to let you guys know is that we're live on Facebook, YouTube. Also, you can catch the audios on anywhere you can get a podcast. So we're on Spotify, iTunes Podcast, Podomatic, all that stuff. And you can catch us there where we've actually got people watching us all over the world. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, on the audio side, we had a bunch in Switzerland at one point in Russia. Wow. And, so... Yeah, God is doing good things. Also, just to let you guys know, if you want to be a part of what we're doing tonight, uh, feel free. You can go to our website here, hcm-stratford.org, and you can help us to continue to do what we do. Also, um, I don't know if John will, but I, I think I can speak for us both. Whatever comes in tonight, we'll bless Shakira with. If you guys wow. give, we'll make sure that it goes to her for coming and speaking wow. on the show. Mm-hmm. So if you want to give in to her, if she blessed you the last time she was on or this time, and you want to just show her appreciation, you can give, uh, if you're in Canada, to hcm-stratford.org, and we can give you a tax receipt, and we'll make sure that money gets to her. If you don't want a tax receipt and you live somewhere else in the world, you could just find her on Facebook and send her an <laughs> e-transfer. Yes. So, you know, because we need to bless each other. Mm-hmm. As we do these things, or at least give the opportunities. So, yeah, yeah, Beautiful. and then uh, yeah. So next Friday we're not going to be live uh, for two weeks because it's Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna chill with my family on those ones now. Yes, I had gigs, but they got canceled. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we won't be live for the next two weeks. We'll probably post a past episode, or you can just go to YouTube and watch it yourself. Yes. I feel like that's enough announcements. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs> I feel like that guy on The Price is Right, you know. Yeah. Tell, them oh, yeah. they won, you know? Tell them what they want. Come on down. It's yes. a 1,600cc snowmobile. <laughs> oh. Yeah, come on. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it was already good. I Even the intro, I just started laughing. I was, like, getting just blasted. <laughs> I well, we all brought the wine. We're all drinking it. Oh, nice. Ed and Norlene are on. Sean is on. I'm guessing Brian's with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got off the yeah. phone with her before I got on. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. More. Yeah, we'll have yes. To <laughs> it's we'll the unity of the faith. So Get both of them on, too. You know what we should do is we should have oh. the glory girls, you know? The glory you guys can girls, invite yes. some girls on and we'll, we'll... I actually said, Shauna, you need to come on with me tonight because yeah. I would love... <laughs> she's great. She's know. awesome. So well, is Brian, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one invite click away. Yeah, that's all <laughs> it is. <laughs> you do hear that, right, Shauna? Hey. So, Shauna, if, you, uh, if you're getting something in your spirit and you want to jump on with us, let me know. I'll send you an invite, and you can jump right on. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are totally open. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she thought that was pretty good. Oh, shit. Man, it is thick, mm-hmm. Daddy. Do you feel that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's tangible. Come on, guys. Uh, <sighs> oh. That's yeah. the unity right there. We are drinking the unity of the faith right now. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
beautiful. It reminds me of that song. Like there's a. Hey, you know what we're doing? <laughs> like the other room, remember? Yeah. We're not looking in here. We're looking over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we used to do in the other room. We first, uh, yeah. When we first started the first few, oh. few times, <laughs> we would be across the room from each other, and we're looking at each other, and it, it looks like we're looking above everything, right? It looked oh. crazy. But we were thinking about that. So. Mm. I just I keep yeah. hearing that that uh that there is a fountain whose streams mm. make glad the city of our God. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we oh. are. We're in that unity of that fountain, the streams mm-hmm. flowing into one focus, one place. Yes. yes. Come on. And yes. we are the city. Of God. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Unity. Unity doesn't come from, we know this, it doesn't come from agreement on every doctrinal issue or even likes and dislikes or even streams (laughs) that we're in or tribes or whatever word you use nowadays changes every 10 years or something. But anyway, (laughs) yeah, the, the, the same message, just different vernacular. But, uh, yeah, the the unity comes because we know we all came from the same source. There we know we where we came from. And I see me and you and you see me and and I see me and you and you see you and me. Yeah. Oh, I'm drunk. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because we are all a, a, uh the multi-membered body. We are Christ. Jesus is the head, yes. but we are the Christ. Right. A multi-membered body. And so, yeah, that's the ultimate, isn't it, to begin? I mean, how do we get to that place where it Mm. says in uh, John that they will know you're my disciples because of your love for one Uh, another? So we've tried to attempt to do that in in the carnal world of of where we were in Christianity. To say, I love you, brother. I love you, sister, right? But um, there was never any spiritual weight or experience in that because we didn't know who we were before right. we came here. Mm, come on. And, and we, we also don't often recognize all the things we walk through is for one another. Yeah. And we look come at our on. past as something that is regrettable. But in reality, I walk through that hell so that you don't have to. Yeah. Come and on. in that, that's love. That's an intercessor. That's being an that's, intercessor, you know? Yeah. And, that's uh, incredible. Yeah, so I can see all of my past. I can see in your journey. I like that, you know, the, the race we run. I like to think of it as a relay race yeah. where I don't run against you. The faster I run, the sooner you reach the finish line. Come on. And so we're not, we're not in a competition. When one rejoices, we all rejoice. When one weeps, we all weep. And so, yeah, we know where we came from, but we also know where we're going is not just Mm -hmm. for us. No. You know, I wake up Mm. and there's things that go wrong or my life doesn't go according to schedule. And then I get a key and then I'm able to unlock somebody. And again, I've said this before, what took me three years will take them three minutes. Isn't that exciting? It's it's worth it all. That's why there's an escalation going on. Mm, Yes. Mm. That's why it's progressing. We're reconciling our past with our with the present and seeing it in other people. And everywhere I go, everybody I look at, I see my journey. Yeah, and in that, it's like a reflection. And so I'm in love with them and in love with myself at the same time. And yeah, the yeah. Father is all one within us, you know. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's Come beautiful. On. Yeah, because it, yeah, it says that in Hebrews. It says that <clears throat> that those that have went before us, right? Oh. That they are not made perfect without us. <laughs> so we're walking it out now, right? Even I think that runs both ways. They mm-hmm. did it for us, and we're doing it for them again. That relay race. Yeah. And um, once I understood there is no Whoa. veil in the respect that uh, Jesus doesn't have a harem. He has a bride. <laughs> right? Yes. There's yes. no us and them, them that have went before that are on the other That's side right. and us here. But there's one uh, the ecclesia. <laughs> one ecclesia. Therefore, right. no veil, Whoa. no wall. We're one with them now. Just mm-hmm. as much as you and I are seeing each other. <laughs> They're just as close with us running yes. that race. Yes. Yes. And when you see somebody, and I know in my early Christianity, I'd say, I, I try to be polite and I say, oh, well, they're just not, they don't know yet or something. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes in reality, they are so full of the glory, even right where they're at. And we're treasure seekers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've seen it where I'll walk up to somebody and they're not what we call awakened, right? Yeah. But you can pull on it because you see your journey in them and they'll see their reflection in you and it just comes up and um, <laughs> that's, that's that what treasure. all creation that is what all creation's groaning for right yeah. and we do it with each other we pull on each other like I know who you are I see you wow that's exciting yeah. I find too that when we when we actually go through um, the stuff <laughs> that we be- stuff. that we become an authentic person. Yes. And, and that authenticity when you meet someone who's going through the stuff, mm. you can now connect to them in a way you couldn't yes. if you weren't being authentic and real. You know, I I, mm. I knew tons of people where it's like, Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm 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 blessed and highly favored, I'm, I'm loved. Too blessed I'm, to be got, stressed. They got twenty two verses to quote you before you get to say the next <laughs> word. But yet their lives are toiling in, in the curse. They're trapped, right? And yeah. and so I, I remember one time um just <laughs> John probably remembers lots of times where I was real and uh, but like one of the most mm. intense encounters I ever had with the Lord was on a day I was completely like just done and didn't even want to be at church. Right. <laughs> because it's not about where I'm at. It's about who he is. And and so I was just real. I laid down on the ground mm. um, next to you at the carpet where we were all praying together. Mm. I just laid down. I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm laying down. <laughs> and I was probably <laughs> snorking or something, you know, <laughs> a little soaking and snoring at the same time. Yeah. And um, John was like, Corey, could you get up and uh, play like the – like start playing or whatever? And I remember I got up. I had my hand on the stage, went to touch the piano, and the Lord's like, dude, you're not in your body. And I was like, what? And all of a sudden, boom, I was back in my body and I'm drunk, like in the glory, like so oh my drunk. Gosh. He, he got up and forgot to dig his body with him. Oh, yeah, could you imagine if I would have hit like a cord or something? That the whole room would have really freaked good. out. That would have been amazing. But wow. it was wild because it was in a place of just frustration, tiredness. And that's what I loved about that clip we threw up. Was if you watch mm-hmm. the two minute clip, you explain mm-hmm. like I was in a place of nothingness. Yes, and yeah. God revealed this amazing truth to me, and well, and that's that's what I I love about the being authentic allows people to receive from God right where they're at, because yeah, 
you don't have to be something to receive. No, and being authentic is simply having your hands like this yeah. instead of like this. Because we hold on. I'm holding on. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to go there. I've got goals. I've got, I'm I'm, like, how many times I've told the Lord that, like, I'll I'll get this done. You know, I'll figure this out. But it's, it's having this, you know, being authentic is being open to receive. And, you know, I was just, I think I was telling Shauna this earlier today. I, and I've said this before, every time I feel empty, I feel like there's nothing there. I have nothing to give. It's actually, my own understanding that feels that way because Shakira has run out of gas. Well, praise the Lord. Mm. That means there's this nice like funnel, (laughs) you know, to go. And so I've actually, I've learned, I'm learning to turn that empty feeling into a full feeling of knowing I'm overflowing because it means that Shakira has come to the end and it's, I've actually gotten saved today, you know, <laughs> coming, you know what I mean? Like him into yeah, salvation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that in jest, but you know what I yeah, mean? I know. So, so you're rewriting the script. Yes. What's going on because the script says <clears throat> when you're empty, you don't have anything, but when the, yeah. tr- the truth is you're all knowing, right? It's all inside you. So all I'm feeling is the emptiness within the timeline because I'm living in the present moment. Yes. I don't have any baggage to carry with me into this moment because I'm I'm in this outside of time moment. So it does feel like a little bit like your center of gravity is a little off. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's not okay to have something. Sometimes God will give you like a glimpse Absolutely. or sometimes you'll go and I'm not I'm not making yeah. an all or nothing thing. But I'm just trying to be encouraging to people because a lot of us, especially you know, this time of year when it comes to dealing with family and other relationships, yeah. um, just know that you are a funnel. You are a fountain, like what you were you were mm. reading earlier. You're mm. a fountain of life. And um, I ran into somebody this week I hadn't seen in a while, and she just gave me a hug. I was just picking up some Mexican food for dinner at the <laughs> takeout place. And she gave me this hug, and she says, whoa. She's a believer, but she's, I just feel him all over you. And I just got off work. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm a Pentecostal girl. I wasn't praying in tongues or anything. I wasn't doing nothing. I'm just picking up, I'm just picking up Mexican food. And so she could feel it. And so I was talking to the Lord, like, what was she feeling? Like, usually that used to make me think, okay, what did I do right? What, know, you know, carrying this, you know, the Lord just said, she felt your total and utter acceptance of her. I had no walls when she came up to hug me. I saw her and she's somebody that deals with some, you know, probably like all of us, you know, some condemnation, some doubt, some self, you know, evaluation we do. And I, I didn't discern any of that on her. I'm not saying it, but I could tell that she needed the, the gift of, I see you and I love you. And that hug released the father's love. And so when we can look at our family members, especially this time of year, you know, and, and mm-hmm. just the general public, as we're looking in the mirror, we're not only beholding the father in them, but we're beholding our own journey. And so it's like a double whammy. We can be kind to ourselves and worship the father mm-hmm. as we behold their glory and who they really are in him. So That's, that's big. Yeah, it's, it is. It's when your heart <laughs> is wide open. Mm-hmm. That's when God can flow at a hundred percent through He can only flow out of your mm-hmm. heart through unconditional love. That's Ooh, what He yeah. moves through because that's who He is, right? 
That's right. who he is. Mm. And so yeah. you were able to do that. And therefore, he was manifesting who he is, not only to her, yeah. but to you also in the midst of it, right? Yes. And, and how I was able to do that, because I'm hearing the mindsets like, well, how do you get there? And know, it's just it's just it's just allowing yourself to be loved. Yeah. So that means I get to be a mess. And be OK with being a mess and mm-hmm. allow people to love me because they don't see the mess. They see who I really am. And they say, that's who you really are, Shakira. And we pass it on like the baton and um, that unconditional love also is something that I've been contemplating for a little bit. And one thing I'm learning is that there's no conclusion in it. A lot of times we say we have unconditional love if you stick around, if you're loyal. Which isn't conditional. Unconditional, (laughs) I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? But we've heard that and we've experienced it and we've probably done it in our lives, you know. Uh, Well, they betrayed me, so I'm cutting them off. Well, did they really, or are they just moving on in their journey? Right. If we're all one and there's no separation between anybody, yeah. Not even your enemy. Not even. They're just working a greater glory in you. Yeah. (laughs) Back to the the treasure chest, right? Where Brian says opens under pressure. Oh, that's such a good word. Yeah. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. So the Lord said something to me. It was really Mm -hmm. cheesy once, right? I told him that. (laughs) But I love cheesy. The timing it was incredible, but the timing wasn't good, not for me, anyways. Is um, <clears throat> I'm in the hospital and it's like the night before I'm going to have quadruple bypass the next day, right? Ooh. And I've been discussing. It's at Valentine's Day or time, and, and I said to him, "Wow, this is great." I said, "Think about this. You could give me a new heart for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Think of the testimony." I said. Right, mm-hmm. I get oh, yeah. to share this. God gave me a heart. <laughs> I love that you used car sailing God. I, I, know, love, I, know. I, I know. Who else has done that? Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got a leather package and a sunroof, God. So he he didn't he didn't say anything. I mentioned it again a little mm-hmm. later as it's getting closer, right? And then finally, he says to me, he said, John, um, I can only move through your heart to the degree it's not restricted. See, I'm going in because my main ventricle is 90% blocked. Wow. That's what I meant about cheesy. I said, wow. seriously? Seriously, <laughs> right? And, um, but the idea was he used the situation to show me that he wants to move fully through us. But anywhere we're restricted, what we've been discussing right now, right? Mm, yes. Where we're restricted in the way we perceive them through a mindset or perception that comes from brokenness, yes, right? Or the memories we carry that need to be removed through the living word. Right. Then we operate from that. And so, which is the carnality. And uh, what he was saying to me is, you need to uh, release this. And he was just using it as a teaching moment. Just like another time in the 80s, he said to me, I felt this presence of this person walk into my room, and I was reading a book, and he said, put the book down, and it was the awe, the the awe of God, right? And so I'm like, "Uh, I'm kind of reading this book about you right now, (laughs) right? I'm only a young Christian. It's like, but I'm kind of freaking out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, put the book down. So I put the book down, and he said, 
your heart is desperately sick. And he starts there. So at that moment, it's a good thing he doesn't take big breaths because I would have been just like, that would have been enough oh, to crush, right? Right. But in the same loop, he goes, but I'm going to remove your heart and give you my heart so I can love through you. There it is. So you see how they're all connected? Then he tells yes. me this. And I knew he could have easily gave me a heart. I've seen him do miracles. Right. But right. he had another idea, which he told me years later was that <clears throat> I seen I had I went into this trance. I was on, on my lunch break and I seen this guy praying at the front of the church and all these people getting healed. And mm. I'm telling God, that's it. That's what we want to do right there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he says to me, he says, do you know why that guy's uh, everybody's being healed? I said, why? He said, because that's the Holy Spirit asking and he always gets what he wants. <laughs> and I said, oh, and then he said, Christians think in black and white. They think that he heals or he doesn't heal. He said, but I've called you to follow me. So he said, John, what if what if uh, you got cancer and I didn't heal you right away, but I let you go to the fourth stage and you went to the hospital? And he said, because I wanted to go to the hospital. And I wanted to mm -hmm. speak to a nurse. That's it. And so then I'm going to speak to the nurse. And when I'm finished, I'll heal you and you can walk away. Are you willing to walk with me? That's and good. It's, it's, now it's not my logic. It's following the master and seeing right. what he wants to do. So here I am now in the quadruple talking about him giving me this gift, which would be extremely nice at this moment. And <laughs> what does he do? He does exactly that. He reminds me of that moment. And I'm Whoa. like, oh, shoot. That means I'm mm -hmm. going through the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> but then when this nurse that had been there 24 years came in to take out um, the, the wires and everything from my okay. chest and stuff, and uh, she looked at this other scar I had from when I died in the car accident, and she says, what happened? So I told her, and she says, wow. I said, well, you know about this. You work in a heart unit. I'm sure mm -hmm. you see lots of people that have experiences like this. And she said, no, you're the first one. Either they die or they're so drugged that I never hear anything like this. And wow. the next day, she takes me down to the floor. Seriously, she's pushing me in the wheelchair out of the intensive care mm -hmm. unit now. I go into this room, and uh, she stops the chair. She looks at me, and I felt, like Jesus said, who touched me? I felt the virtue leave me. I felt it go through oh. my eyes, and I <laughs> knew that she had just looked at Jesus, and she That's knew it. it. And she said, thank you, and she walked away, and I <laughs> knew in that moment I didn't need to know where she's going. I don't need to know what's going on. I just knew the reason I came here, that he didn't heal me. And it sounds crazy. And I know it no, sounds it's almost beautiful. like a, an escape from it. But I knew that moment it was for her. And one day I'll understand it. Well, yes. And our life is this 80 to 100 years maybe that we get is not our life. <laughs> no. And we like to think that, you know, this is all the time we have and we're eternal beings. But 
I love that. What good is what good is the Father's heart that He gives us if we're not using it? Yeah. And I think there's this uh, this like individual walk with God that we've been like fed. I have a personal mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus, and I just me. I'm going to take it to Jesus. I'll just me and Him. Yeah. And you talk about clogs in your heart. That'll clog your arteries. It'll yeah. it works for a little bit till it doesn't work anymore. I'm just yeah. going to be real. It, it works for a little bit and it doesn't, because like Brian says, I've heard him say this. Um, how can you even know you have the fruit unless you have somebody to serve it to? <laughs> I mean, if you if you you need other people to 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 actually know what's going on, to actually exercise that heart. That's what keeps it soft. That's what keeps it malleable. Mm. Is that allowing to be hurt, allowing yourself because the father loves all the time without it being given back. Yeah. And so it's okay to love and not have it given back. <clears throat> it's it's okay to uh we need to be like it's what good is his heart if we're not using it. No, you know that's like so powerful. Said, and that's why he, he, in those clogs, I was asking the Lord when you said, like, what are mm. the things that clog us up? Mm. And one of it is isolation. Yeah, it's because on. we've had a fear of being hurt. I mean, everybody has been hurt by somebody. Yeah. Because somebody else has been hurt by somebody. It you know, wounded snowball, people. Right? Wounded people hurt wounded, you know, and they wound other people. But um, when you learn to look at those people as just a part of your own journey, too. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, anyway, I, my mind's no, going in all so different good. directions, but yeah, <clears throat> that's really Go good ahead. because I feel like even right now, um, I know a lot of different people and different pastors and different places and different places, even on the mountain and, but there's a great exodus happening. Mm-hmm. Churches across the board are seeing people leaving. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and pastors are wondering why. And I'm like, well, because the truth is, is God's redefining what the church is. That's it. That's it. So, so what's happening is we're mm-hmm. walking away from the YMCA part, the right. structuralized formality group, Traditions membership. Of yeah, because we're in search of something far deeper, mm. which is John in a Jesus suit or Jesus in a John suit, right? Yes. Where, where we find in community these moments like I did when I pulled that clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had an encounter just probably four or five months after that. Where I saw a baby on a table and all these, no joke, and then all these people started throwing tools at the babies. That's right. I heard you say this. And I was freaking out when I listened back to yours. I'm like, dude, that's like (laughs) so wild because it was like you planted a seed in me. (laughs) And then God took it even further to show me this isn't about equipping and training people. This is about letting them know who I am. This is about giving them time to be the most important thing in the room, even if they have nothing to bring, even if they're just whiny and loud, you know, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, (laughs) and so like it was so good. That's why we need each other. That's why he's redefining it, because you're the Jesus I can't see in myself. That's it. Yes. Yes. And when we see things in each other that we admire, it's because it's in us. You can't see it unless it's you. And if we see things in each other that we don't really like, we should probably allow, love ourselves in that area. I'm that just saying, the let trigger, the father, right? let the, the father love you in that area in yeah. whatever it is. But yeah, I, I just, when you were sharing that, Corey, I kept thinking, um, you know, we're an army of lovers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We <laughs> we're not we're not out to fight the devil. We're not out to fight agendas. You know, we are an army of lovers, laid down lovers, and um, that heart muscle that he's put in us a new heart. It's it's it it needs to be exercised. It needs to be used. Um, and it goes both ways, too. So, yeah, people are leaving the church, but it's because I think they're hungering for more exercise. Yeah. I think that mm. they, they've they reached a ceiling, and they know there's more. And um, like we were doing on the video on Wednesday, my friends and I did a video, and we were talking about relationships and um, about how we reflect to each other who we really are. And... Uh, I also, I think I shared this on the last podcast about how I see worship changing in the church too. Yeah. About, yeah, like I, I don't see it. I see it as a corporate singing to one another, encouraging one another. Like I love the Jesus I see in you, Corey, you know, and I just, I, and, you know, start speaking that. And, mm-hmm. and that there's a worship in that. There's a worship mm-hmm. spirit in that for sure. Yeah. Steaming one another higher. Well, if you're a work of Christ mm. and you're honoring the work that he's doing, you're honoring him that does the work. There you go. That's it. <laughs> That's, simple. That's and, it. That's good. And John said, how can you say you love God whom you can't see yeah. and hate your brother who you can see? You're a liar don't because go. you yeah. don't understand that the corporate Jesus is revealing himself in one another. Back so, to John 15 wow. that, or 17, that's where we're going, right? That's where he's taking us. Yeah. Um, we're just coming out of uh, the, the duality to get to Whoa. the unification of one. And that duality starts in not seeing duality in us. Yeah. We stop seeing where we fall short because we don't. No, we're no. called to look in the mirror, <laughs> look in the mirror of his word. Yeah. And it shines Christ. We become transformed. Second Corinthians three, eight, I think it's three, 18 or mm-hmm. three, eight. I don't remember um, where, you know, we gaze into the mirror and we become conformed into his image from glory to glory. John talks about that. The mirror dimly thing. Should, mm-hmm. I just felt like the, um, you should oh, explain yeah. it because I don't know how to explain it properly. Um, Remember how it says, first you look into a mirror dimly. Yeah. And then but when that which is perfect. Yeah, but the crazy thing was, mm. is what do you see when you look in a mirror? Yourself. 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 So what's God trying to reveal to you? He's not trying to, it's not like Jesus is going to jump out of the mirror at you. He's trying to <laughs> reveal to you who you are. Yeah. And that yeah. when you realize that, that I think that's one of the veils Really, like mm. between sonship and is when you finally realize that as he is, so are you. Yeah. Yes. Like the, you will know. Yeah. As you've been known. Oh, it's so good. So you're known. It's only you that doesn't know. <laughs> and it's when you come face to face with the truth of who you are, not we think it was when we see Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. But it's when you become, you will actually, but it will be in you. That's so wild because that changes the silver thing for me and everything because mm. people yeah. don't understand that silversmiths look in the silver to see a perfect reflection of themselves. That's how they know it's pure. Yeah. But we've always <laughs> been taught like we'll look and we'll see Jesus. But it's like, no, he wants you to see you. Yeah. That's right. And like yeah. in worship, like I, I didn't go too deep into it because people are on all different levels. But um, mm-hmm. 
I was today I was I had this encounter with him mm. where I was at his feet worshiping and again he's just like what are you doing down there? <laughs> and he's like get up here with me. <laughs> and it's like man like we really have this image of like God surrounded by billions of saints worshiping him and he's like guys I didn't make you to worship me. I made you to have fellowship with me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All of creation worships him. And mm-hmm. it even says that you will be co-glorified with Christ. Yeah. What does that look like? You I know? think that's at John 5, 17. I, I can't remember <laughs> exactly the address. But, yeah, you, well, yeah. you know you're my disciples, right? Whoa. Because back mm-hmm. to what you said about loving and, and singing one another. Mm-hmm. about the worship that is worship because yes. we're worshiping christ in one another Come and on. that's when god is so uh glorified yes because that's what he's made us he's one with us so you so, can't so. separate him Come on. <laughs> and take that a step further there's no separation between any of us on the planet Right. We are that close. We are as close to God as our very breath, and we're also as close to one another. Like, our thought life has no privacy rights. Yes. You know, we feel That's each other. Scary, we right? know each I know. It's not my favorite saying. <laughs> no, it's I, good. I, oh, it's good. When I, first, when I first heard it, it really triggered me. I'm going to be honest. So I say yeah. it over and over again. <laughs> but I believe it. I believe yeah. it because we carry an atmosphere. And, um, you know, we're called to help everybody else you know, uh, see who they are. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I was, really I was going to, um, <laughs> like youth, like a youth church. Yes. And I was, it's <laughs> good. And I was, I was headed there and God told me, he said, we're going to do something different tonight. And I was like, you do something different all the time. Like, okay. And he's like, no, you don't understand yet. I was like, okay. So then I get to the building and my buddy Charlie's like, hey, what do you got? What are you going to sing tonight? And, and all of a sudden the Lord told me, he said, tell Charlie the youth are the worship. Ooh. And I said, well, the youth are the worship. And Charlie's like, what does that mean? I said, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> As a little child, they'll lead them. Children only know how to play. So, uh, yeah, I just got up on stage. I said, okay, God, what do you want to do? And he said, here, sing this. And the line was something simple like, you love me before I knew you loved me. So I'm singing that over and over. And then all of a sudden he said, ask that kid who I am to him. And so I said, I knew the kid. I said, hey, Nate, who is God to you? And he's like, well, he rescued me when I overdosed. He kept me alive. And so I I just sang out a line like, you come and rescue me even when I'm stupid. And all of a sudden Nate's crying, right? (laughs) We're all getting whacked. There it is, yeah. So then I turn to another kid and I'm like, you know, what is God to you? He's like, well, God kept my mom alive when she overdosed. And we sing about that. And then I got to the youth leader and it was so crazy. He said, I had this fear my whole life that I would be hidden and no one would ever know me and I would do nothing with my life. He goes, but now I get to love these kids every day. And uh, we were all just. Yeah, you can feel it. We're all just a pile. Yeah. I did. I was just like, and and it was so cool because normally these kids are just running out the door to have a smoke, but nobody left the room because <laughs> they heard their song. Yes, they heard their sound, and scientists say uh, people mm. love two things the most: their own face and their own voice. They're most attracted to it. They're most, it's, it's not, I know it's weird, but if we, if you were walking and kind of in your own world, if you saw your face like on a picture, you'd look before, before you'd see anybody else's. 
and That's and true. I and we do like the sound what of our own. What are we doing movies. up there? <laughs> That's why I watched Who did so many, that? So many Jack Black movies. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> Jack Black, like Rick Pino, the Christian Jack Black too. Oh, I yes. love Rick Pino. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we 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 do. There's, and that that makes us sound kind of narcissistic, but that's not. I don't think. I think it's just we're made to see ourselves and others. We're we're made mm. for that connection. And so, mm. yeah. So they heard their song. They heard yeah. their song, and of course they're going to stay. I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Like, and even um, <laughs> the one girl came up to me. She's like, "Normally I get to sing," and I said, "Okay, so come up and sing with me." And so we did um, mm-hmm. Reckless Love because she wanted to sing oh, that. Yeah. And so I asked her, I said, you know, what does this mean to you? And she's mm. like, I don't know. I just like the song. And I was like, well, you don't need to know. That's the best part. Yes, that's right. I said, you don't have to know what everything means as long as you're open to it. And that's like right. it really opened the door to speak that night to them about mm. not being afraid to go through things because it's down in the dirt where we find gold. Yeah. Right. That in the midst of our struggles, in the midst of hardship, there's something for us. And I said, don't miss it because you don't want to go back to find it again. Right. <laughs> Stay till you get it, man. <laughs> I think I yeah. think that we've we've been taught that, and we've also I've also taught it that Christianity is like this morality school. Yeah. Or it's oh. like a a a um, do it yourself. Uh, improvement spiritual enlightenment and even some charismatic circles you know they look at it as tears that Mm -hmm. you you reach and they'll say oh i wish i could be as close to jesus as she is i've had people tell me that Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm like you you see it in me because it's in you you are as close you know Mm -hmm. um it's what what really brings us to the place is somebody you know when you go through hard things people have said to me I just am so amazed that you stuck it out with the father like you didn't leave God when things got bad I'm like it's like praising a scuba diver for keeping the oxygen on his, yeah yeah his face. <laughs> it was a good idea yeah. I'm like I didn't want to die I mean it's I like breathing that's nice and so <laughs> our, he is the very air we breathe so you know I said did your heart just beat that's because the father is in you. He's beating that heart. He's helping you breathe. You know, do we have any other choice? Like Shauna said, like, Mm -hmm. and we are love slaves. We are love slaves in, in all the most wonderful ways. And this is a war of love. We are here to lay our lives down for one another who, and the greatest among you will be the best fertilizer. And my life has a lot of fertilizer in it and I'm proud of it. I used to be so embarrassed, but I'm proud of it now. Because I see, I see how the father uses it to cause other people to grow, and then it's worth it all—absolutely worth it all. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We would have liked to have escaped, but <laughs> I used to say, as a as a Christian, I, I was a great escape artist. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like to live on the mountain, but somebody kept pushing me down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brian calls it the loophole anointing. A loophole anointing. But but when you, yeah, nobody nobody likes going through that stuff. But somehow we get through it. It does. On the other side, and then the more I go through it, the more I go, oh, this is going to make a really funny story, and (laughs) (laughs) and Mm. I know I'm going to be able to use it one day for to help somebody. So, you know, we. 
that's what taking our cross up is, I think, in the spiritual sense. I know in context it means something different. But in the spiritual sense, I believe that's what it is. It's allowing myself to lift Jesus up in my life. You know, he he came to reveal to us the Father so that we could know who we are. Yeah. And we're here on earth to be his body, to reveal Jesus to, you know, the Father, to reveal the Father to everybody. And We were sent as Jesus was sent. Yeah, right. Yeah. I always yeah. tell people, though, there's not a lot of subtraction in the kingdom because mm. everyone <laughs> wants to give me the price thing, and I get it. There's a price, but I'm like, really? What did I give up? I gave up my triggers. I gave up right. my my rejection. I gave, and I get this amazing, loving father who only wants to bring me into deeper and deeper levels of ecstasy, joy, right. love, peace. Man, mm. it's so hard. Just mm. yeah, yeah a no brainer. Like yeah, it, it takes a little bit of denial of the flesh, but even that he does for me. Right. You know, like even that he <laughs> empowers me to do. So well, so what did I really give up? If it wasn't for him, I couldn't give up anything and. And yeah. even my own choice, he would have to give me the power to choose. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, it's like everything I have to give credit to him for. He wins be- us over every time. Including breathing. Is- yeah. Including your heart beating. <laughs> including everyone. So it's like anything that we think we're doing. Back to the school morality. Yes. Is that basically it, we're saying in that mm. – uh, where we're teaching or discipling that reality Whoa. is we're negating Calvary. Mm-hmm. We're removing it. And we're saying that now carnally, the very thing the cross that Christ carried was wow. uh, not to give in to carnality, mm-hmm. the mind of man, yeah, but to walk out the mind of Christ or hearing and seeing the father. Right. That's good. And, and so here he was walking this That's out. Good. And now we teach God forgave you. Now you got to be better to be like him, meaning you're (laughs) going to work out to be like him. Where the fact is there's one place I found in the scripture that he hates and that's it. Yes. Because it's a complete lie. Yeah. And is in, it's the, what would happen in the garden. It's how how we all got here. So I just recently read about a Moroccan fable concerning mm. Adam and Eve. Oh, beauty. You guys read that this is... yet? No. Okay, this is, is really good. <laughs> no. Okay, so according to their version of Adam and Eve, this is how it worked out. Mm-hmm. The enemy came to Eve and said, if you eat this fruit, you'll be the most beautiful woman on earth. Mm. And Eve laughed because she there's no competition. There is you know? nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need to be the most beautiful. I, I, I'm the I only one. I am. Yeah, I know. I'm fine. I'm great. And so she laughed. And so the enemy said, let me show you something. So he took her to a cave with a deep, still pool. And she looked down at her reflection and he said, there's your competition. And she ate the fruit. Mm. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, isn't it? We could unpack that for days. But yeah, so what if when you look in the mirror, what if when you see that person you admire, that you Mm. wish... You're actually seeing your own reflection mm. and you can eat that fruit. You can have that encounter. You can breathe that deep closeness. You can have the father's heart yeah. because if you see it, it's yours. It, what ah. you behold. Yes. You become. You're just looking in the mirror. Enjoy. <laughs> That's so good. Huh? 
It's we always say what you behold you become, but what if you already are it? Well, you are, but it's but again you, the you become in yeah. the awareness of it. Because <laughs> yeah. that new creation thing, it, it's not that he took. I, John Crowder says it's not mm. that he took an old Subaru and you get a 2021 Subaru. He said you were an old Subaru and now you're the Starship Enterprise. Yes, <laughs> no, you are that. way out of this world. Thing. Yeah, and uh, so there's no progression. Like we think about like there's, you know, oh, I just read this in the mirror Bible mm. about from glory to glory in that that second Corinthians three. And that word from actually means out of. So it's out of our human understanding of glory mm. into God's glory. So when we think of from glory to glory, mm, we're wow. always thinking That's it's really good. We're, we're growing it's a bad in commercial for progressive. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and it's not fun. I mean, it gets discouraging after a while. It's like, when am I going to get there? Well, you are there. Yeah. That's what I love. The name of this podcast called "The Journey." I was thinking drunk on the art, the intro, and yeah. when I saw the journey, I said, "That's where the joy is." Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the destination has already happened. Yes. And we are just unveiling this for each other. And it's like, it's, it's this beautiful, ah, yeah. oh, he's the author and finisher of the biggest love story of all mm. time. And we are all playing characters in it. Yeah. That's why we got to look at the scripture from a whole different level to kind of begin yeah. to see. I call it doing the math. If something <laughs> doesn't add up, it doesn't Whoa. add up. So then you got to look deeper to find out what's going on. So um, Uh you're talking about Adam and Eve, and Mm -hmm. I don't um, completely buy into this, but it made me think. And Mm -hmm. it's the Jewish rabbis talking about the story of Adam and Eve. And he says, so what happened, he said, is they were in heaven with God, and the Father asked them if they would go to a lower level and redeem it. Mm. A low dimension and redeem it for heaven, to bring heaven to earth. And they said, we will go, Father. So they came and they said, this all happened within nine hours. And the fall happened in one hour. Whoa. In their understanding, and this is history for them. Mm -hmm. And so then he says this. He goes, so they get there. And they're uh, tempted to eat this, this fruit. And Adam says, well... That's that's a no-brainer, because if we eat the fruit, don't eat the fruit, we get life. So why would we do that? And Eve says, because he didn't say if he said when. God wants us to eat the fruit. Oh, because there's a lower level called death. And if we eat the fruit, we'll descend to death, the wow. lowest level. And we'll redeem it. So are you saying they didn't do anything wrong? <laughs> right. She's saying that, that she was the wise one it. that said, no, no, that's not what he wants. He wants us to eat it, to go lower and redeem that. Now, I'm not <laughs> jumping on this, but what I'm saying is this, <laughs> is things are not as they appear. Come they on. They never are. Because an all-knowing God wasn't surprised in yeah. the garden. That's the mere right. translation says Adam was found in Christ before mm-hmm. he fell. Yeah. Come on. So it's like there's definitely some 
bad concepts of what's going on there. You got to go, okay, he's omniscient. That's all powerful. Does he have, is he in a war? No, he can't be at war. He's, he's omniscient. Yeah. He's all power. He doesn't have an who, enemy. Who could war against him? So now we got a problem. He's all knowing. Wow. So he knows everything before it happens. Therefore, if, it, if all this, the way we think, happened, he wouldn't have done it. He would have said, That's oh, right. I'm not doing that. Right? Mm-hmm. When he holds such a value on revelation. And that's what I'm learning. Like, because yeah. my whole life, I've never had a value on revelation. Right. It's always just been, well, I keep it simple. Mm-hmm. But I'm realizing that God has such a value on that which is that we don't see. Yeah. It's almost like we miss the meaning of faith. Faith is the evidence. Yes. The fact that the revelation's coming to you is the evidence that it exists. Yes. Right. And this is what he's been woo, mm-hmm. <laughs> dealing with me because I've been having such a hard time entering into some things because it's so far outside of my grid. And right. God's been telling me, like, Corey, you don't understand. It has such an importance to speak that which isn't seen but yeah, is. Seen, but is. And so. Yeah. Um, just, <laughs> just unseen to us, but it's there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's already there. And so even, um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, so, so this takes us into the candlesticks. Yeah. Remember? The, 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 uh, the revelation of a candlestick mm. in Eastern, because Christianity came from the East. Mm-hmm. It's an Eastern religion, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the, the Eastern, they would say this. They would say, um, you can put out your own candlestick. And the wrath of God is that he will allow you, and then you will have to find your way back. So... What he's saying is, there is light, revelation within us. And if we put it out, we ignore it, which is what the whole human race did. Yes. Right? And the, the, the wrath of God is not what we've been taught. It's his mercy that he has allowed right. us to make the journey. And then you yeah. look into the book of Revelations, and you see it says, there is one like unto the Son of Man, which is us, wow. the corporate body. And they're standing in the midst of seven candlesticks. <laughs> and so good. seven candlesticks are the seven steps on the ladder. They are the seven days of the week. The seventh day is the day of completion. The day of the Lord, uh, the perfect day. All mm-hmm. those mean the very same thing. It's when we come into the fullness of the awakening where the veil's gone, where the looking Mm -hmm. dimly is removed. I see face to face, and now I know as I've been known, which is where John was when he says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, on the Lord's day for him. He'd arrived. He was in the Spirit. I looked, (laughs) and I seen there's the dim to seeing. Mm -hmm. Then he writes an allegory about you. About me. It's about the journey. That's right. Not the end of the world. The journey (laughs) to the day of the Lord. That's so good. The perfect day. All these things. And so once I understood the candlestick and the meaning of the candlestick, I recognized what you were just talking about. The revelation light comes, which is the living word. And he writes the new script, the new scroll, the heavenly scroll. And I awaken to well, who I am. 
And it's been hard because, like, when John, like, when God tells John something for him, like, he's just sold out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not even a flicker of, like, mm-hmm. anything. And so John will be telling me something, and in my head I'm reasoning, right? Right. And, mm-hmm. and that was why, like, he said to me, the Lord today, was that whole thing is, like, you don't understand. It's so important to speak out that which is but is unseen. Yeah. Anybody can manifest something that is. Mm. But it takes a very special person to speak out something that is that's never been seen before. Because when you it's were, going to come. Yeah. Right to you, to me, is, mm. is that's where the faith place mm. is. But then what is? Yeah. What has happened? Hope realized yes, is the tree of life. Good. Yeah. And then the experience yeah. of love. The experience of love. When you were talking about that, them choosing. I want to yeah. just stop calling it the fall from now on because I love the idea that humankind came from love. Yeah. That they they ate the fruit knowing that they were going to reveal unconditional love. Um, you know, that's See, the everlasting there's, there's gospel. There's a mystery there, and I think Brian has a handle yeah. on that, like yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, there is. And then, Corey, when you were sharing about Revelation, how you like to just keep it simple. But how mm. valuable the Lord's showing you. I have this like vision of like two different kind of gift givers. There's mm. one person that gives a gift and like, here I bought this for you. Another person that takes the wrapping paper and the bows <laughs> and the me. and the cute little the cute little uh, I can't you know, wrap nothing. Yeah, well, and like I love wrapping. It's like origami around things. You know, I love it. So anyway, mm. there's two kinds of people, and there's they're both giving a gift, but some mm. people like to unwrap slowly like they i'm gonna save this you know they savor the unwrapping and so i i don't know why but that visual is what came when it came to revelation and how there is value in the wrapping there is value in the unveiling and in the the layer after layer after layer you know (laughs) layer after layer you know what's wild was um i forget what day it was it was earlier this week god was showing me like you know where like jesus was tempted Hmm. we we read that totally wrong Mm. It says, I will give you the kingdoms of the world. Yeah. But the the word there actually means, you. why aren't you taking the kingdoms of the world? Mm. Yes. He was saying to Jesus, so why aren't you being all powerful? Which is what everybody wanted. Yeah. He's like, They're why like, don't take you just... over the Romans. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why don't you just show them who you are and they'll all be bowed at your feet? What? Why are you doing this? He was almost challenging him to be who he was. Because Before. he didn't understand that Jesus to was prove living, it. Be, yeah, yeah, and that Jesus was living out of a different principle, where the last will be first, and the first will be last. Right? Jesus was coming to show us that even if you are the most powerful being in the universe, it's still better to wash somebody's feet than to lord over them. That's right. Yeah, because then they choose you. And and he didn't live in this timeline. No. no. I mean, he lived in the timeline enough to pour his life out for whoever came to him. But well, he didn't he run for president. Life. No, he didn't boycott whatever we're supposed to be boycotting right now. I don't know. But he, you know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do any of that. And yeah. I, but he lived in a kingdom. He says, I have food that you know not out of. I have a kingdom that's not of this world. 
And then we're encouraged in the epistles to put our minds on things above, to not live out of this temporal. Now, the temporal is beautiful, and I'm not going to say that it's a bad thing, because a lot of times in charismatic circles, we think this is the flesh, this is the spirit. But there's some beautiful things about the flesh that we are called to enjoy. We are called to love. We are called to just have fun. Food is great. (laughs) We're called to have fun. And (laughs) but it's, you know, we we're not called to, though, have our identity come from this meat sack we live in. Right. Yeah. Our identity comes from above. The, The crazy thing is, like, it says that no one is good but my father. Right. Mm. And so the Lord stopped me and he goes, did you not hear what he said? And I was was like, yeah, no one's good. He's (laughs) like, but he excluded himself. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, why? He's perfect. And he said, yes, but he felt the weight of carnality just like you feel. Mm. Jesus knew that was him saying, I know exactly what you walk through because I won't even call myself good because I feel what you feel. Mm. That's good. He understood. That's why it's so hard for me. That's really deep. um, (laughs) To be the way I used to be in my belief. Because when you encounter the love of God on the level that I have, Mm. you realize that he has no frustration. He has no anger. He has no um, disappointment in him. Well, that would be back to that all-knowing guy. How could he be angry about something he already knew? Well, right. and, and and something that's actually going to bring fruit. Yeah. He sees everything as it's finished. And he said it was good. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, it's so hard for me to even, I can't even engage in that realm anymore. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, like someone tried to play me a prophetic word of this, like, really, really, like, big dude, but I couldn't even listen to it because I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's already been yeah. judged. Jesus yeah. took it. Mm. Yeah. He's not pouring out any more judgment. Right. Only and, good. And people will need that judgment until they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they they're they're using it to run out of gas. Their tires are spinning. Yeah. So he gets them he gets them rammed up against a wall, but they still keep spinning their tires. Yeah. You know, and it, I it works until it doesn't work anymore. And but I love the massive amounts of awakening happening, but I totally get what you're saying because, um, but I've been feeling this shift in just me personally. I've been feeling called to people in these circles that Mm. are like wanting to cast demons out and they're just so warfare oriented. I'm, those are my people. I mean, yeah. I was a UPC United Pentecostal girl. I used to street preach and everything. They, those are my people, and they hate me right now because I, my the love I carry, the love of the Father is so threatening to the house they built. Yes. Yeah. But the Father is wooing them. And sometimes I like to think like when Brian comes into different places and he preaches the everlasting gospel, I watch the roof fly off of people's houses and they're like holding the walls up, you know, trying really hard to keep everything, (laughs) you know, their 21 years of ministry is like, what have I done? You know, know. but the father redeems all that. But I really, I really feel like uh, we are, the beginning is near. There is such an awakening happening. It's the yeah. best time ever to be <laughs> the alive. The flood's coming. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard in my the life. Beginning? The beginning is near. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. We need t-shirts yeah. for that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll wear it. Let's get some billboards <laughs> and put it up. The beginning <laughs> is near. Well, I heard a prophet 
one time pro, uh, speaking and he said, uh, he goes, he talked about the Mayan calendar. This was back quite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. He talked about the Mayan calendar. He talked about all that stuff. And he says, the problem is why they didn't see anything else is because it was the beginning of a new age. Mm. It was the end of one, the beginning of a new one. That's all that was going on. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. The, the age to come is the one we're stepping into. Right. And and for a lot of people, they're feeling lost right now. Yeah. They, they're feeling, my heart goes out to them because, you know, as we're stepping out of something and into a new thing, you know, they're, they're, they're confused. They're discombobulated. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. But everybody, uh, I want to share a dream I had. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I had this dream probably, <laughs> gosh, I want to say almost 26 years ago, but it yeah. stuck with me. And I, I was um, giving a woman a ride home from the hospital. And she's known me since I was a little girl. And I was giving her a ride home. And she said, I have your dream printed on my computer. You know, she's in her 70s. I have it on my computer under revelation. I said, which dream? And she was this dream. And it was interesting. So I'm going to share it. So, um, so when she said that, that was in the dream. No, no, no. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Okay, I'm with you. Yes. Got it. I, I was with a woman <laughs> this week. And so she okay. mentioned this dream. And I hadn't thought about it in a very oh, long, long time. time. Okay. So I'm going to share it. Um, <laughs> in the dream start now. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> my eight, my ADHD brain's all over the place today. Um, so the in the dream, I'm in a boat. It's a wooden boat, and we're in the middle of a storm. So we're all underneath in the whatever that's called underneath the hall. The hall. Thank you. In there. Mm. And um, there's like a bunch of people talking and it's like cocktail party kind of small talk, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm concerned about this storm and everybody else is just talking and I'm finding the captain. I said, what are we going to do? Is this okay? And I see this Doppler like bloop, bloop, you know, thing. And I see the storm and I see our boat. And the the captain kind of looked at me and he went, he goes, well, when the storm goes east, we'll go west. When the storm goes north, we'll go south. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Yeah. And it's, and I said, well, do we have life jackets? Like, I'm wanting to help. And he said, oh, there's no way we're going to be able to survive this storm. He just deadpan. And that, that made me afraid. And then we hit something, and all the lights went out, and people began to cry and wail. And one said, I just bought a house. Are we going to get to be back there? And other people, they were just upset about in my mind, kind of frivolous things, you know, Mm. but the fear was outrageous. The fear in that, that hall was outrageous. So I had to get up top to get out of the fear and I'm on top and the rain is pounding. And I realized we had hit a bridge and we were stuck and the storm is coming. And so I get, and I see this old eccentric woman, like she looked like one of those crazy hippie ladies with a big hat and she's just (laughs) beads everywhere, dreadlocks. She was great. And I looked at her and she said, follow me. And so she went to the stern of the boat. Is that what it's called? Mm. And we go to the front and she jumps onto the bridge and the water is up to my knees and I jump onto the bridge with her and we're running till the very end, till the water's to my waist and I see the boat behind me and it's being ripped to pieces and there's wood and just all kinds of things. And people are flying everywhere and they're all in the water. And I said, I'm scared. And she looked at me with this twinkle. I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And she <laughs> lifted my arms up 
and I faced and there's this huge tidal wave. And she just said, Shakira embraced the wave. And then I woke up right as the water was hitting me. And in the dream, how the father told me, he said, that boat is the church system. This was 26 years ago. Mm. He says, I'm going to get my people in the water, however it's going to look. Mm. He says, it might look like destruction or it might look like a bridge. And I was on the bridge, so I know part of what I'm called to do is be a bridge, is to mm. is to talk about how we are formed for relationships. And, you know, I've, I've reinterpreted that dream many times. You know how it is as yep. your as your veil changes and as, you know. <laughs> you see. Yeah, and, again, that dream is also subject to that was back in my Pentecostal holiness days as well. So I'm sure some of the visuals were because of some of the things I believe back then that makes sense. But mm. I really do feel like uh, that whole system that is God's going to get his people in the water. I don't believe any's going to be left behind. That's just, and the, the that water is his love. The storm's him. The waves is. him, right? Yeah. And we've avoided it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're, we're going to go north because it's going south. We're going to go east. <laughs> yes, yes. Because we love. think it's the enemy. They do. They think it's the great falling away. Yes. yes. It's actually the mystery. And, um, but, but they'll come into it. And I, I do my hearts, my hearts goes out to them because I remember being there too. And what won me over to the other side was people Mm. loving me. Come on. People loving me. I had a, I think I told that last at the last podcast, I had a woman give me money when I was street preaching. And she hated my street preaching. She'd heckle me the whole time. I'd say, <laughs> the judgment of God is coming. And she'd say, God is love. Like, between the two of us, it was like a balanced sermon. But she gave me a check. And this was in the early 90s for like $120, which was a lot of money in the yeah. early 90s for a single girl. Yeah. And I said, what's this for? And she just said, it's about time you knew what it felt like to get something for free. Ooh. And, um, <laughs> that was good. Her, it sounds like the way she gave it wasn't the best. <laughs> I was like no. a gift with a punch. Yes, it was. But I'll tell you guys, but. I'm a I'm a slow learner. It took me about ten years before I went. Oh, free gift of salvation. I mean, there I was co-pastoring a church before I figured that out. But anyway, <laughs> you know what's so wild? When when I was ten, I had a vision of my dad in hell. And the mm. Lord said, this doesn't have to happen. And my whole life, I thought that meant go get people saved. Mm. And and really what it meant was what you believe is what you see. And he was telling me that this doesn't have to be what you believe. Whoa, that's good. You know, I just, I just felt like, I want to say, I feel like there's people watching that have had encounters mm. and they've seen them through these lenses that we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I just want to speak right now that God's going to show you More. through a new lens some of these encounters you've had. And he's going to reveal himself even deeper. Just go back into that place. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> See, it's you, funny Father. like when you explain that, that's exactly what the journey is. Mm. Is for me, right in the beginning, from a dream, he said to me um, that the manuals I'm giving you is a bridge. It's building a bridge from objectivity to subjectivity, from people looking at something till they take it in. So it's the unfolding revelation 
of coming out of the mountain of man, carnality, mind of man, into the mind of God, the mind of Christ, to that place of not talking about bread, but eating the bread, eating his flesh, mm-hmm. drinking his blood, right? And right. so that, that's mm-hmm. been the unfolding of what that is, is a bridge. And there's a lot of stuff I could tell you about that, but that's another oh, that time. That sounds like a good, I can't wait. <laughs> but but um, I wanted to mm-hmm. say the end of the bridge oh. is uh, we are immortal. That's it. And this mm-hmm. is your spirit slowed down. To visible. Yes. <laughs> and so yeah. the reason mine looks like it does is because mm-hmm. of my soul. My soul believes my subconscious mind, not the part in my, my surface mind is I say I believe immortality, but in my subconscious mind, I've been programmed by generational stuff, by uh, my parents, teachers, uh, everything. Interesting. To believe in carnality. These, this is the memories that we do overcome. So those things are there, and they're telling me uh, that, that I'm entangled in death, and death is the way to heaven. But to win the race is to embrace what Christ came to give us. Which was life. And two days ago he said to me, I'm a life-giving spirit. This is why I came, John. So to win the race is for me to believe him. The, The blood speaks a better word. That's his living word coming into me, right? A new code. A new... I've come from him, not from Adam. I've come from him. And he's my father. I'm his son. And as my mind is renewed to the truth, transformed is transfigured, then what will happen is my body will restore to the way I look. I really look. So the manifestation, I'm going to give you the scripture. The scripture says, I wish that you would prosper, Paul said, and be in good health even as... Your soul prospers. So my mind must be renewed and prosper in order for the manifestation of what is. So while I'm under death, I'm not under life. And I love what the Jews say. The Jews, these rabbis say, um, life doesn't die and death doesn't live. There is no death for life. So I've always existed. I'm living. Yeah. I'm breathing the Spirit of God. That's God, right? He put it in me, breath. He's my life. And so as I believe him and I'm transformed, what happens is this body, and then I had an experience where he confirmed this to me. When I was in Missouri, Mm -hmm. I was at a conference uh, with Justin Abraham and, and a bunch of other people, and I'm there, and I'm sitting at this table at lunch shooting the breeze with people, and there's a couple there from Texas, and I'm talking to them, and I said, well, you do realize, and we quote this all the time, we're seated in heavenly places in Christ. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at me, and she starts to weep. I'm looking at her like, what did I say, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, what's wrong? And she goes, you don't understand. 
you're about 25 years old and you have long brown hair and you're sitting <laughs> at a white table right in front of me right now. And then down the road, the Lord said, see, this is who you really are. So if we're always trying to understand where's my spirit, mm. spirit, soul, and body, right? But my spirit, because we know that blood is congealed light, slowed down light is blood. That's why Brian says we're an echo of a future reality. Mm. We're slowed down with the sound of the thunder that the light already made. Right? It's already done mm. on the seventh day. <laughs> right? So that's yes. what's going on is, is if I can believe him, narrows the road that leads to life, few find it. That's one of the sad scriptures from my heart. Mm. Few. What's a few? Well, in billions, how many is that? Million would and, be great. And I wonder if it means few enjoy it. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all going to get there, but not everybody's yes. going to enjoy the journey. Right. And so that's that's the heartbreak. And so that's what we're called to do is to, to be I love a light that, mm -hmm. as he is a light. I've seen people in the glory where I watched them walk in and then they're all whacked. It happened in New York. Everybody yeah. looked like 10 years younger. See, see, but yeah. you were actually seeing, see, this is wild. You were actually seeing what Adam and Eve came to do. If we, to go back to what we said earlier, mm. that's so why good. the earth is groaning for the sons of God to do what? To reveal the truth that we are life itself. Yeah. There is no death, not even in the natural realm. That's right. And that's the wild thing. That's, that's why illusion. Christ was so powerful. That's why he looked at them and he goes, nobody takes my life. <laughs> He's like, you couldn't take it if you wanted to. Because he didn't live. His kingdom wasn't of this world. <laughs> well, and, and, the, and the wild thing was is this world is just is just the contrast of the kingdom in yeah. order for us to not see him as like why do the beings fly around and scream holy all the time, right? Mm. Which I don't believe they do, but this is a belief. Because all they know is one aspect. Right? Mm -hmm. If you're in perfect love and you've never encountered anything else, oh, it's true. like when you're in a hot tub. After about a half an hour, it's not so hot. No. That's true. And so what happens is God gives us a choice, mm -hmm. like Adam and Eve. If, we, if we're going off what we said earlier, this is just a thought pattern, guys. Oh, Nobody yeah, yeah, have yeah. a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if, we're just drinking. Know, I'm, I'm just drinking. I'm not worried about us three. <laughs> I'm worried about the, the knees who are an echo back. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this is Give so Give my wild. phone number. I love those people. Yeah, there you go. Deal. <laughs> um, but, right, go ahead. but what if the earth is groaning for us to redeem the realm, right? Like you talked about the wave, right? Mm -hmm. This is how wild this is. This is how intricate God is. Mm. <laughs> when I went to Highlands, John's church, the very first time, above the bar was a surfboard that had radical obedience written on it. <laughs> I embraced the wave. That's how yeah. you get on it. <laughs> then I learned that John had died in a wave. A wave oh. sent him to the bottom and his neck broke. Like, Whoa. and he was dying under the water, right? Shoot. Embrace the wave. <laughs> embrace it's the not wave. so easy to embrace when you're dying thinking about, I'm not going to see my kids again. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And mm -hmm. God healed him through that. And then the wild thing was when, when he went in the hospital with COVID, uh, the Lord spoke to me and he said, don't worry. And I said, what do you mean? Don't worry. 
And he said, dude, in order to, in order to overcome something, you have yeah. to walk through That's it. That's right. And so, John, I know you've died five or six times. Four plus the ODs. Well, and the, the drugs. ODs, yeah, yeah, the ODs yeah, are yeah. wild. You walked through too. so many illusions. Exactly, yes. Yes, and, exactly, and came out the other side. In mm. fact, you have more telling you there isn't death yeah. than you do telling you there is, because yeah, yeah. seven times death failed. And and that's a hard thing for people. Like people really get bugged about that, but mm. it's true because like I even had one of our one of our buddies one time like literally freak out like why is he always talking about that? Mm. It's because it was triggering something in him where it's like, well, if I don't die, then then when will I? What? How will I? And it just melts your belief system, right? Or they or they miss somebody that has died and they're they're confused about that, you know. Right, so it just right. it hits that grief in them too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even that, like, I. <laughs> I Where are they? Some, I can melt some people with that one because I I remember there was a few times where some people came to hang out with me, and and the mm. Lord finally had to tell me, say, Corey, you're not doing anything wrong. They're not dead. The living. He said they're alive. They we are see, alive. We see 0.05% of the light spectrum. Like literally. Literally. Like we searched it on Google. I, oh, literally. I, I remember this. Yeah, I remember learning about this. That's the third dimension. So where's the other? <laughs> I can feel it sometimes. <laughs> they're walking around us. We have 99.7 to discover. Yes. And, and now from a science point of view, we call this empty space mm-hmm. when it's not empty at all. It's no. extremely, <laughs> it's so like good. a black hole. Everything's coming in and mm. it's all alive and active. Woo-hoo. In fact, there's enough energy in a cubic inch to <laughs> empower the, the whole earth for a thousand years. It's free energy and it's right here. Right, and these are the physicists that are working on this now, and they're close. They're very close to understanding how to how to access it. In fact, truth will be known. There will be people that already know this stuff, wow. but they don't want to give up all the money that you pay Ontario or your hydro companies. Right, <laughs> money's going somewhere. So if we can access it for free, right? Think about it. No more fuel for cars. That ends. No more. Paying electric bills. That, that ends. ends. Yeah. It's just energy for everything. Well, and what does that look like? That looks like being set free from the curse. Yes. Uh, the mm. Lord showed me. He said, Corey, you don't understand. Reformation. Te- technology is a manifestation of what Christ did. That's it. Yes. And I said, what do you mean, Lord? And I looked over and there was this bulldozer digging a ditch. And he said, how many men would that have taken 60 years ago? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, that's a lot of manpower. To do something now one guy can do in an hour. Yes. Just dig a ditch. Boy, that's nice. And there will be another leap. What would they say when they get on the moon? That's one small step for man. Yeah. But a massive step. Yeah, giant giant leap leap. for mankind. We're about to make one. Especially in in the spiritual realm. God is about to cause us to leap forward. Unconditional yes. love, really, what it does is it's the incubator for revelation to come into people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's what we're called to be. We're like the heat lamp over the chicks. Yes. <laughs> if we can, if we cannot get hurt and wounded and break, 
will stay a safe, warm place and they'll be able to hatch into the awakening. Mm. But it's hard because you have to die to your own ego and realize they're not frustrated with me. They're not mad at me. They're seeing themselves trapped in an egg and it's bugging them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're seeing the egg, you know. So Mm -hmm. Sunder put it like this. We're like this little chick inside the egg. Yeah. And the Lord is the one over top of us, like the mother hen, like Jesus said. And we feel his warmth. We feel his presence. But it's not until the eggshell breaks that we see him Mm -hmm. for who he really is. And that's kind of the unveiling. Come on. Of what's going on. So good. Right? Is so that we will begin so to realize good. that what you're feeling, even now, the presence, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it, we know it's bigger than that. It's in us. But it's, it's, it's us through the veils of our own understanding. We, mm-hmm. we feel Him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's good, Bob. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, one of the things that's really helped me with this is just recently the Lord said to me, he goes, am I outside time? I said, yes. He said, what did I tell Moses my name was? I am. Okay, so then why am I speaking to you in the scripture through linear time, Greek linear time? I'm not. (laughs) So the whole book of Revelations. Yeah is now. It's mm. right now. It's yeah. always been. That's the revelation of, the, of yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ, and it's now. So the city is now. It's not coming. It's right here, right now. We're it. The, the, the marriage is union. It's at the end of the, uh, the ladder. And, mm-hmm. and then I just uh, realized recently there's steps... But the fact of the matter is, they're all one, because it's one ladder. Mm. Yes. So <laughs> we talk dimensions, yes, but are they really dimensions, or is that just language again? Which, mm-hmm. as I say, is a bad telephone. Come on. Yes, that's because true. if the ladder or the dimensions are all uh, united as one, then we don't have to work to get to the next one. It's right. just the unveiling of all of it. Come on. It's all one. We're the multidimensional beings. Right. That's what this yes. is. This is a transport system. This is <laughs> an incredible gift God gave us. Yes. So much so that Jesus took mm. his. Elijah and Enoch kept theirs. You see it? Yes. And they fought over Moses. And Joseph said, make sure you take mine bones with you to Jerusalem because I'm going to wake up. When Jesus gets out, man, I'm getting my body back. <laughs> so this is a transport system, an incredible gift of God that I'm allowed to touch, feel, smell here in the spirit world, move multidimensional. But my mind has locked me into the third dimension in this point zero five light and faith causes me to ascend once again to fully see and perceive what's really going on, that I might be transfigured into who I already am. I will be known. I will know as I've been known and then be able to live from that place. And so I think the greatest honor I could do to Abba 
is to transfigure here in the house of death and bring life. Show life. Show life for what it really is. Now, are there people on the planet? Yeah. But they're not on who's who in the circus. The zoo. Who's who in the zoo. They're not there because they have no need for it. But they're moving about us. Mm-hmm. They're moving about us. I've heard there are individuals uh, part of David's army. How old are they? They're still here. Mm-hmm. How would we know? Again, they're not on the circuit. They're not on the internet. But they're about the father because they mm-hmm. ran the race and they won the race. Come on, they did it, and and it wasn't against something they did to work out. It was something they that was done unto them. But they allowed the process as a little child, and and they were able to um, express it, right? That's good. <laughs> That's good, Brian. That's yeah. really good. Sit. Glorious contrast. Yep. Yes. It was wild when you guys were talking. Um, <clears throat> the Lord brought back to me um, where it talks about Christ being the cornerstone. Right, mm-hmm. and and then there's another verse that says, "Come to the living stone, you have been who have been casted away. You know, come be living mm-hmm. stones for God." Right, mm-hmm. and so when we hear cornerstone, a lot of people don't understand what that means. In in the time period, the cornerstone was actually a triangular stone, a tri a triangle, three part being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that triangular stone would be at the top of an archway. And what would happen is that triangle would hold all the pressure of the other stones that would create an open door to the city. So Jesus was saying, like, he's literally building an open door to the kingdom, which he is the one who holds the door open. So that's why when you said you're called to be a like a bridge, a bridge you're, you're just speaking of the same door. Yes. Because Christ has never closed the doors to the city. It's always been open. That's why even when he came, he said, I've come to show the way. Well, wait a minute. What does that imply? It implies the way was always there. Yeah. Interesting. Hence yeah, Enoch found it. Hence David found it. The way was always available, but only few found it. Yeah. That's why Christ came to reveal it. And the thing is, is it says that when Christ is unveiled, you will be unveiled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's he saying? The door to heaven needs to be unveiled to the earth, and it'll only be done through unconditional love. Yeah. Yes, that's good. Doesn't it say, too, the stone that the builders rejected yeah. became the yeah. chief? And I think about builders, like the doers <laughs> in the yeah. kingdom. I'm just taking that scripture and just twisting it yeah, that way. Yeah. But, yeah, they're the, build, they're the doers in the kingdom. Well, that stone's not going to do us any good. We need, we need to build. We need to do. And uh, I think that there's a rest to be found. And like you were mm. talking about um, uh, shining this, this, you know, shining the light on the illusion of death yeah, mm-hmm. and showing it. And I do hear of certain people that have reached certain revelations. But what I'm looking forward to is the uniting of these people, because none of us are meant to walk this alone. No, and no, it no. seems to me that a lot of... Um, I'm seeing in some of the streams that I kind of dip my toe in every now and again, I see that they, uh, they're all about ascending and, and, and metamorphosis and transformation, Mm. but they have to be alone to do it. Really? No. Yeah, I know. But that's kind of what I'm, I, you know what I'm talking about? Do you know the people? Yeah. 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 
So yeah. And, uh, that sounds more like meditation. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hiding actually. Yes. The wild thing is, <laughs> and, and I wanted to say this cause John, what John is talking about is not the physical act of dying, but yeah. it is the, the, the blindness that came over our eyes. That's allowing us to decay. See, the Bible says that the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives and dwells in me and quickens my body, but yet my belief structure shows it different right now. Yeah. So I got a little line showing up here, and John's got some grays. And, yeah. And so um, people would say, okay, well, where's your proof? Well, yeah. look at Smith Wigglesworth. When they did his autopsy, he had the teeth of a teenage boy. They said his heart looked like a 20-year-old heart. They were so blown away. His body wow. was actually, he looked like an old man, but inwardly he was strong like a young man. Mm-hmm. And so wow. he obviously discovered something that was quickening his that mortal quickening. body. Yeah. And so Paul, wow. this is wild because I've never thought this before. And God said it to me today while we were here. He mm. said, Corey, all things are permissible but not beneficial. You can decay and transfer realms that way, but it, it, it's not beneficial to you. What would be beneficial is to live in the life of Christ in both realms. Yeah. Wow. To look the same in both realms. Like when that lady saw John, I've seen pictures of John when he was 20. He had long brown hair. <laughs> long brown hair. I saw he it. He looked like a stoner. He looked like a <laughs> yeah. lumberjack stoner, you know, mm. a little hippie mm. guy over there. And so it'd be better for him he would wake up with no pain. He would walk with, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be better for us to live in the full benefit of what Christ did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our inheritance. All's permissible. He'll he'll walk with us no matter where we walk. Yeah. But it'll be more beneficial if you can discover the life that Christ has given you. Yeah. Why did he come? Oh, yes. how, mm. how deep is that? And well? that's coming from, like, the, the, sh- the kiddie pool over here. I appreciate the explanation because it's it is new for me. It's good. Yeah. yeah. This isn't about not dying. It's about revealing the life yeah. which is within us. It's the same thing I've realized with healing. Mm-hmm. I'm not praying for healing anymore. I'm praying that the life of God that is already in that person mm. would be revealed to them that it's impossible for them to be sick. At divine health. It's the same thing as what I'm saying is I don't see duality in a person. When there I meet go. them, all I see is Christ. So Perfect. I'm getting, so is, if it's on the same so thing, yeah. Is Christ sick? No. No. Is Christ old? No. Only if he wants to be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the father. Because he can reveal himself however he wants. The father's not an old man. But you know what I mean? He's always in the moment. He's, he's timeless. They're not, he's, he's not, they're not constra- constrained to the timeline is what I'm hearing you say. No. And so if, if, if you don't see duality, you're not constricted to the timeline either. Right. You're actually teaching yourself greater truths without knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> we enter through many different, it's like a Rubik's Cube. We all enter through different spaces, but I we love all end it. up in the center. I the love truth. it. That's so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Really. I'm going to be chewing on that for a while. Like I always say to people, there's truth and true. Truth doesn't change, right? Mm-hmm. What's true to me is my experience. So then that becomes my truth. But the reality is it's not truth. Truth doesn't change. I'm always evolving. Mm-hmm. in light so when they measured the city it was the same width it was the same height and the same uh length 
That's because truth is the same any way you look at it. Mm. It wasn't about the size of a building or a city block. That's beautiful. Wow. It's about truth because it's based in truth. Who is God? The word of God. I will lead you into all truth. Come on. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and like honestly, like the hippie on the bridge. Yeah, there that. we go. I love the but, Holy Ghost. But it's so she true. She held like, my hands up. I couldn't do it. She did it for me. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, there's so much in that. There's so much, like, even the fact that she had dreadnoughts, uh, mm-hmm. dreadlocks or whatever, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. the matted hair, like, it just, it so speaks of Jesus. Like mm-hmm. choosing the ones that they would cast away, right? Right. Like, even the ones she that was we might cast thinker. away. Yeah, she was a different thinker. She she could have got, given me my fortune. She looked kind of like that, like a yeah. gypsy. <laughs> so she was hidden. Remember, like when Jesus was walking with the guys mm-hmm. on the road to Damascus, right? Or or uh, was it? But but the no, father Amaz. knows the there wouldn't have been anybody else. I probably would have run across the boat with. He kind of knew. Yeah. I'll follow he her. Yeah, she she's, something I she, she has no fear. She's full of joy. She's got great style. <laughs> uh oh. What if you saw yourself? <laughs> I might that have. Was you. Maybe you were it was. Off the boat. What if it was? <laughs> Love it. There was. There's. I've oh. been through such a struggle because. Um, Somewhere along the lines, I believe the whole the hype thing, you know, mm-hmm. where you're going to be an evangelist and you're going to do all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm realizing more and more now that he doesn't require anything of me. No. Good or bad. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't no. need it nor require it. <laughs> but he's made available everything he is. And everything he does. And if I'll listen, if I'll listen, he'll start to unveil Mm. how everything is done. (laughs) And we won't have to make it happen, but we'll show them what is. It's like the Wizard of Oz. We'll show them the lie behind the curtain Mm -hmm. and they'll stop being afraid. That's right. At rest. I prepared for you a table in the presence of your enemies. He's given you everything you need in his blood and his flesh on the table. (laughs) And who are your enemies? It's not something you're fighting. It's the Mm -hmm. things you believe. Come on. That's right. That are fighting you. You mean you don't have to get rid of those before you eat? Nope. Mm. You eat with them. In the presence of your enemies. So good. I remember... When mm-hmm. I hadn't come here yet, I was still in Montreal, and uh, mm-hmm. I was preaching. And no joke, this like lady had a black veil manifesting in front of her face. I could physically see it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I just – Okay, <laughs> this is weird. I just – I finish or whatever, and like a bunch of people get healed and stuff. It was a great night. And my buddy comes up to me and goes, dude, I'm taking you out for like dinner at Chuck's Roadhouse. And it's like my favorite place to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sweet. And he goes, and we're bringing her. <laughs> and she's got the veil, right? So I'm like, oh, great. Are you still seeing it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, so we get in the car, and she starts manifesting. She starts digging her nails into her arm, like trying to cut herself, right? Oh. And the Lord said, tell them to relax. You're not here for them. 
And I was like, what? Like, cause in my head, I'm like, cast out demons, conquer the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, I looked back and I said, Hey guys, relax. I'm not here for you. And she looked at me with this perplexed face and totally stopped manifesting. So then we get to the restaurant. We're about to walk in and this drunk girl runs up to this girl and starts like telling her her whole life story. And this girl, um, has struggled with some mental illness and stuff like that in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and she looked at me, she said, what is she doing? I said, well, have you ever, you know, like in my grid at the time, have you ever accepted Jesus in your heart? And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I said, well, she doesn't see you. She sees Jesus. Mm. And so now I've, I've hit her with two contradictions, right? One, <laughs> one, I'm not here to fight your demons Two, Christ is in you. So right. then we get to the table and I get a word of knowledge about the waitress's back. And then my buddy, Dan just totally shows me up and he's like, it's actually the third vertebrae. And he's like really funny dude. Right. <laughs> and she's like, how do you know that? Right. So then I, I go to this girl. I said, Hey, why don't you pray for her? So she prays for the waitress and no joke. The waitress starts freaking out, jumping up and down. Like my back's healed. She's running and telling people what? like she's losing her mind. And this girl is sitting there looking at her hand. And I looked at her and I said, maybe you're not as demon possessed as you think you are. Come on. I said, Jesus ain't got no roommates. That's right. He's in you. What are you worried about? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me. She said, I've never prayed for anybody. I said, why? She said, well, they told me I was possessed. Right. And the truth is, is we all got stuff we need to deal with. Right. And that might manifest in a way that makes you feel like you got demons. No problem. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is all powerful. I wanted to say earlier when uh, we were talking, I don't fight the sheepdog anymore. Right. Mm. I realize he's just to lead me to the shepherd. That's good. That's good. Yeah, he looks like a wolf. He's got teeth and he yells at me and he nips at my feet. Mm-hmm. But really that sheepdog just leads me to the shepherd. That's right. It's not my do- my job to fight the sheepdog. It's my job to find the shepherd, for he'll lead me to the food. Yes, that's good. That's really, that's really good. I like that scripture. I what helped me in overcoming a lot of condemnation. Like I don't know about you, but there were times where I'd be just about to fall asleep, and I think about something stupid I did that day, and then I couldn't go back to sleep. You know. And so there's a scripture: there? agree with agree with your enemy quickly while you're in the way. So I just say, yep, I did that. It's none of my business. He's the potter. He's the vine dresser. You better talk to him about it. Yeah, it's if, if there ain't no fruit on my vine, it's it's not my fault. I'm just the plant. He needs to be taking care of me. Yeah. And, like, leave it at that. Like, the vine dresser knows what he's doing. Come know? on. Woo! <laughs> so, so do you mind if I go back somewhere for just a second? Please. <laughs> um, who, I just want to propose something is um, because I felt the presence mm. come strongly on it. And that mm. is um, Christ dwells in you. The Holy Spirit is your very life that's within you. He's life, right? So I believe that the hippie is you. Mm. It's your spirit. It's your yeah. spirit. What, what? Now the presence is coming on it again. What, what you're seeing was a free-spirited person with no, fear. with no fear that was free and 
uh, very creative and mm-hmm. very expressive and had light in her eyes, which mm-hmm. was the light of God. And that is the spirit of who you are. What's leading mm-hmm. you? It, within you, your spirit is all-knowing. You will mm-hmm. know as you've been known. Come on. Whoa. So you are all-knowing in yourself. That's what's veiled. And so what happens is you caught a glimpse of who's leading you is you leading <laughs> you to be a bridge because That's she, so you, knows why you've come, why you're here, and is is leading you in the journey. So good. That was you. So you want to ask the Lord, you know, think about her in your mind, what you've mm. seen, because it's a. it doesn't mean you look exactly like that. It's a picture. <laughs> Remember, yeah. Jesus speaks through picture language. That's why the whole book of Revelations is allegorical pictures. It's a language, and it can't be discerned through carnality. Uh. That's why we have the end of the world. But it's discerned by the Spirit. Even the law was spiritual. It didn't mean what we thought it meant. Mm -hmm. And so as you uh, look to the Lord at the picture he gave you, Mm -hmm. he can unfold the character Mm -hmm. and traits of who you are who you See really that? are. And the one oh. thing I seen was yeah. that free-spirited, so right? Yes. Creative person that was almost floating across yes. onto the bridge. That's right. Because she knew who she is. Mm-hmm. See it? <laughs> I love it. Oh, I yeah. totally see it. I have seen her face yeah. all these years. It's very clear. It's not cloudy probably the clearest part of the whole dream. So I just love that the Father highlighted that tonight. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Well, he did it. All of a sudden, when we were talking, and I don't even know who said it now, whether it was me, (laughs) you, Corey, I don't know. But the Holy Spirit just hit me, and I went, that is you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's time to get some dreads. Yeah, you know, it's wild. No, but even the dreads, sorry, just let me say that. Even the dreads is language. Yes. Every little piece, it's like God is into the details. Yes. So once we look Mm. at the details, and I've really understood this because he speaks a lot to me in dreams, and he'll give me Mm. snapshots. It's like very Mm. small movies, and I'll have four or five of them before I wake up, and they all are looking at it from different directions, but the same revelation. So Mm. then I have to wait on him, and he'll start bringing them together for me. But the, the details... Always in the details, those things. I mean, what's hitting me in my mind right now is it always says, well, the devil's into the details. No, the Spirit of God is into the details. He, 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 there's a reason why yeah. dreads. They're saying The whole something. image of the hippie. Yes. And, and as you were speaking, he told me, he said, the season of sitting at Pharaoh's table is almost over. You're all, like this is yours. I'm telling you, you've been sitting at Pharaoh's table. You've been walking like an Egyptian and talking like an mm-hmm. Egyptian. But like, and that was what the hippie represented was the rejection of society. What you're called mm. to doesn't make sense to others. Yes. And then I kept hearing the song, take it easy playing in my heart. And I was like, <laughs> God, what is that? And he's like, don't let the sound of the wheels drive you crazy, right? He's mm. calling, like, I just, I feel like he's calling you to a season of travel. There's going to be a season open up of the road for you in in such a way that you've, you've almost, 
not wanted to go there because you're like, what will I become? <laughs> you know, like, what will that do for me? Like, I might be yeah. too free then if I don't have to worry about all these constructs I have to right. operate in in the natural. Yeah. But, like, there is so much coming for you in this next season because you're, you're, you found the, the tapestry, you found the cloth mm-hmm. that the Lord gave you, which, <laughs> which is a hope mm-hmm. of a movement and a community just like oh, the hippie, just it, like man. the Jesus people, mm-hmm. just like those who gave everything to commune and community together. Mm-hmm. And, and that is what's, what's crying inside of you. And it's almost mm-hmm. been silenced for a season to let you function where you've been at. Yeah. But the Lord's like, you don't need to function anymore. Let the cry come out because I, I just, you're, you have no idea what's coming for Ooh. you. I like, you, you want to know the world, like get your jars ready for the oil, <laughs> oil will not run dry. You will have no fear. Mm. You will never see hunger. Mm. You will never see lack. You will never see these things, even in the face of, of, yes. um, the natural. They just, they won't come near you because wow. it's not who you are. It's not who you are. In fact, it's it's so funny because the Lord told me there's others who have gone on before you to make your way easy. Mm-hmm. There's oh, others which, who have gone saying? through hardship that your way will not be like their way. So don't look at their their experience to dictate what yours is going to be like because they made a way to be easier. Mm-hmm. It's it, They they laid groundwork. They've learned from wow. their mistakes. They've. I'm telling you that the season of sitting at Pharaoh's table is almost over. Wow. Like the scepter, like, like he's, he's even going to, I almost, and, and this is me just trusting the voice, but I feel like Pharaoh himself will push you out. They will even push you out if they have to, because the Lord says you like to get comfortable. You like to, to dig mm-hmm. your heels in. And he's like, I'll mm-hmm. let them push you out. You won't even have to make the choice if you don't want to daughter. You know, they'll, they'll actually cause you to make the choice. And the Lord is just mm. all over this season for you. And, and yeah, in Jesus' name, God, I just ask for provision. Mm-hmm. Just like I just saw the jars. God, teach her how to have open jars. Mm-hmm. Teach her to always have available open jars to pour into others, mm-hmm. but also to receive. The same mm. way she receives love, let her receive finance. You well. are the open jar. <laughs> that the Ooh. oil's going to pour through. Come on. Right? You are the jar that he's going to pour the oil. And the other jars are people. And the other jars are people. (laughs) And the thing about the hippie, again, Mm. when we were talking about that, is Mm -hmm. that season, what they desired, right, was love. Yes. They were looking. It was a false um, start or picture of what the true movement will look like. But instead of drugs, it's the Spirit of God. Right. And it, and, but the love and the community, and it looks like a rebellion to the Pharaoh's world, yeah. right? Yes. But the fact of the matter is, Moses, it's not. It's that's the, the and, and you can see that. That's what I felt when I was with, and I've talked about uh, with Shauna when I was with them, mm-hmm. you know, in the U.S. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Is that's what I felt when I was there, is this love, because... Um, it's the building blocks of what God's doing, almost like the birthing of a tornado. That's that right. storm, that wave is starting. Whoa. You know, it's building, Whoa. the wave's building, the storm's coming, Whoa. the storm's coming. 
Yeah, that 26-year-old dream, man, is starting to manifest. (laughs) The wine is getting ready. The wine is getting ready. Come on. Yeah. And Brian, that's right. (laughs) Bring the wine. And uh, the funny part is, look in the mirror. You're the one bringing the wine. You are the wine. Come on. That's right. And Brian, you know, he knows, man. He's in that whole vein of the community of love. Of traveling, and he's he's he. I want to say it again. There, when I was going to say that, right? He's paying the price, but yeah. it is he's went early, he went out before, you know. When it's raining, it's the waves aren't crashing, but he's felt the waves before. But now he's he's in a rainstorm, and in his heart, he knows there's major waves coming, and it's a wave of unconditional love. And but Come it's on. raining right now. He's wet. But he's calling those things that are not as though they are. He's calling in the major wave. And you're the one getting in now, see? Mm-hmm. Even calling them out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come out. Come out. Come out and join. Yeah. Join us. Join right? us. What did Jesus say? Come follow me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a new season. I think, too, what, what you'd said earlier about isolation and about those out there, yeah, that God is starting to connect by the Spirit. Like, I know, I know Brian, not at all in the flesh, mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, other than what he's told me about his past, but I don't know him that way. But yet, there's a connection. We don't mm-hmm. even, you know, um, hmm, years ago... I met this woman um, in Vancouver, and when I walked in her house, I felt the glory of God. Then one night, you, you know, six months later, whatever, she calls me at three in the morning, right? And and I wake up, I'm half asleep. I pick up the phone, and she says to me, "She goes, John. There's a lot of people speaking about unity. Mm. You know, they want to have unity. They think revival comes in unity, but she says they don't understand." what it is because the Lord said he's bringing a sword. And then she says to me, do you remember the experience you had standing in my kitchen? I said, yeah. She said, that's unity. It's called unity of the spirit. We don't Mm. have to agree about anything, Mm. but what you felt, we are united as one in Christ. Right. And that's really what we're talking about here. Right. Is is we experience this one to another. It's almost like, um, Hmm. Hmm. It's almost like one bottle or one wineskin, and we feel the wine surging back and forth in the bottle. And we're like, we're trying to understand. We don't even know that we're one Mm wineskin, but we feel this and we go, wow, it isn't the wine lovely, but we don't know that we're the ones holding the wine. We are the wine container, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not one. It's the community of one, him who is one. And that's what, what we're feeling, this, this feeling of unity in that. It's only when we descend into carnality, when we get into the traditions of men, doctrines, and these yeah. things, where now we have debate and separation on things that aren't even true. Yeah. Come on. But if we would that's unite true. in what she said, the spirit, what we felt, the, that's it. The key in relationship is just honor. Yes. So very good. So like yes. 
there's a lot of times where you'll say something that's so far outside of my understanding, it almost melts my brain. But you feel <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Well, and even if I don't feel it at that moment, sometimes I don't in the mm. moment because it's so far outside of me, I can't connect. I just, I revert to my carnal mind, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this happened the other day. But what I choose to do is not to allow myself to forget that you're my friend. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to have a place of honor for what God's shown you because you're my friend and I trust you. Mm. And I know you have a relationship with the Lord. I've experienced it with you. We've mm -hmm. been places in the spirit together. <laughs> Once you've done that with someone, you got to yes. have a no, level of trust. Mm. And true. so yeah. I allow myself, even if I have no clue what you're talking about, mm -hmm. to leave it open for God to speak. Which is now what... what Brian says, I felt this exact way yeah. with Brian, and he always said, uh, just you don't understand. Stand, stand under. Yeah, and so I'll do that, not because I know you're right, but because mm. I'm like, well, God, if you showed this to John, then obviously there's something here for me, or he wouldn't have shared it with me. Right. I know mm -hmm. you. You wouldn't tell me something you didn't feel was for me. Mm. Right. You, you just don't. He doesn't do that. And so <laughs> it's like. Even even when me and John entered into that that whole thing and it started when you went back to the hippie, um, that was mm. really a confirmational word to a lot of questions you've been having in the last six months of, where, what do I do? Do I do I do I take up roots or do I not? Yes. I saw you at a desk even doing like almost the pros and cons in your heart, you know, yeah. trying to to figure it all out. And the Lord just kept telling you, "Don't worry, just rest," mm -hmm. and and. Because you're almost like there's like a, there's not a fear, but there's a part of you that's like, is this just my own desire to mm -hmm. run and join the circus? And, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, mm -hmm. and and that's mm -hmm. okay, you know, to <laughs> to have those feelings. But I, like, it wasn't us that spoke this to you. No, I hear you. It was you on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. It wasn't. It wasn't us who planted this in you. It was Christ who formed you for such a time as this. Yeah. Like there's such a sincerity that it like like I said to, on my Facebook, I was like, you guys don't get it. If you can take two minutes out of your life to listen to this clip, yeah, it could change your life forever. And a lot of people won't take the time to even listen to a two minute clip, let alone a two hour session. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um. Mm. Where if, there's wine with the food. <laughs> if yes. they did, you know, a lot of people weren't there when John went through hard times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And had to watch someone dishonor someone you love. But I also got to be there the Sunday where John was so drunk, he was wailing and laughing at the same time. <laughs> and when he asked the Lord what it was, the Lord said it was the wine of his suffering. Whoa. And I got to watch him actually enjoy the presence of God so much, it was overwhelming him completely in the midst of a terrible moment. And, you know, we haven't yet entered our season where we see the fruit come. Mm. And and not a lot of us have. Like even Brian and Shauna, I saw that over them, that mm. there's fields growing that they don't even know exist. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, yeah. it's like when you plant a field. Like if you plant a cornfield next to a bean field, you're going to have corn in the bean field yeah, and yeah. bean in the cornfield. Why? Because the wind will carry <laughs> yes. the seeds. Yeah. That's and so true. the Holy Spirit's been carrying seeds of, of what you're saying, of what Brian's saying. And you guys have no idea the harvest that awaits. Mm 
Yeah. Right. When when the sound when the sound is released and they all rise up, you're going to be like, "Where did they come from? We never <laughs> went to that city." Yeah. And they're going to be like, "No, you didn't have to. This guy came." Like the wind's been blowing. You right. Know? We're going to see such an awakening that it'll, it's going to blow our minds. We're going to be like, who came to you? Yeah. And they're going to be like, no one. We found a podcast. I know. Right. Where a lady <laughs> talked about a hippie on a boat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And this is. Yes. This I is couldn't get what, off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> this Thank is you, what Jesus. we don't understand mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is not everything is one plus one is two. Yeah. Because one plus one might be for someone in the future or someone mm. in the past. That's good. It's a good word. We we had a we were watching the student revival at IHOP. Remember when that broke out like oh, 10 yeah. years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So we were it. watching it all the time mm-hmm. and I'm watching yeah. a rerun. No joke. Mm-hmm. The day I'm catching up. Yeah, right? And and there's this girl on the stage playing piano and the Lord says, "Pray for her." Oh yeah. And I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, start to pray for her." So I start praying know, and she it. starts getting drunk. I love it. And I'm like, I love it. God, this is a rerun. And when I stop, she stops getting drunk. So yes. then I start again, and she starts there falling is. over at the piano. No one's touching her. No one's near yes. her. Yes. And then I stop, and she's fine. Mm-hmm. And I literally did this for like 40 minutes. That poor girl was probably like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> right? like, it's like, but the Lord was showing me, you don't understand all Outside that you do, all that you've done. And so, like, I just, I believe very soon we're going to start to find those people mm. who have been so changed from something they've never even heard out of our mouths. Amen. Yes. That's yes. so good. That, that is, is so, so good. good. Whoa. Because the Holy Spirit's the architect. He's building mm. the building. <laughs> we're just being obedient and enjoying the wine. Thank you, Father. So, so good. Yeah. I'm so blessed. I'm like overflowing right now. Wow. Yeah. um, I love the dynamic between you guys. I've enjoyed every time I watch the podcast. It does remind me a little bit of uh, Brian and I when we talk. And there's a lot of times Brian will say something like, did you get that? And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> yeah, I stopped like, lying a long time ago. Yeah, and uh, and but but I look at it as a gift that just needs to be unwrapped, and when the time is right, it'll unwrap. Mm, that's yeah. good. And so some people like to give gifts in Walmart bags where you can just see what it looks like, and other people wrap it up. So you I don't know. even wrap them sometimes. Well, that's probably why you like to keep it simple. <laughs> my wife's like, "Did you really just give me my gift like a month before Christmas?" <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. So good. No, but I love that you would honor that gift. And that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what this is all about. You know but that's what relationship will do, right? When you when right. you go through the trenches with people yes. and they show you who they really are. It's it's just that simple. That's why mm-hmm. I I I've had few moments where someone said something about someone I truly know and I'm mm-hmm. like, You don't know that person. That's right. I'm like, I've been with them. Well, they were there for me when I wasn't even there for me. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) they love me. Like, you got to understand, like, this is this is a smooth version. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you guys all you guys like look at me like, wow, that guy's a little crazy, a little wild. No, no, no. This is like this is like the 20 grit sandpaper, 200 grit sandpaper version of me. When I walked through the door, Mm -hmm. I was like a sailor punching people. 
anger, like crazy intern Mm -hmm. from hell that Mm -hmm. John was given, who's a redneck and he's a hippie and has no clue. They usually don't hang out. No, I wouldn't think so. It was like like, uh, as if Obi-Wan was given Chewbacca as a... (laughs) <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, so I was like, "Do you understand this?" I'm like, <laughs> "I shoot gun at soldier." You know? And then like, he jumps up off the floor to the keyboard and realizes he forgot his body. Oh, and he man. realized something's going on here. That was nuts. <laughs> my hand shook for three days because my mind was so melted at the idea that the reality of being in and out was identical. <laughs> There was no difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I experienced so no weird. difference in that moment. And yeah. then it happened again. God's good, man. Oh, he's really good. Ah, this Whoa. was really good tonight. It was wonderful. Thank oh, you guys so much. I'm just buzzing on the wine. I can feel it in my body. We're going to have some dreams tonight. I, I felt like, like it's, it's almost like mead. Yeah. Uh, like 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 honey wine or something. <laughs> Wisdom mixed her wine tonight. She yeah. put some good stuff in it. Ah, uh, so maybe we should do that sometime. Have yeah. have have, <laughs> have um Shauna and Brian on with you. We'll have yeah. a bunch of oh please, that just my favorite of everything. Yes, yeah. yes. There have been many times we'll have phone conversations. You know, the four mm-hmm. or five of us, and we're like. We should have recorded this. It was really good. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel you know? like at that point we're going to look like the Brady family intro. You know, with <laughs> all the <laughs> It's the story. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and Brian's the dad. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm the little guy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Pork chops and applesauce. That's there who I'll be. Ooh, come on. That's really good. Remember? Do you remember yeah. the line from Brady Bunch? Oh, yes. Maybe out of context. No. I mm-hmm. am just wrecked, so I don't know. Uh, it was good. No joke, man. Like, sometimes it's been getting so good that, like, I almost feel like I'm, like, like an offense like there's gonna be people that are just jealous that I get this high. Like you can't get this the other way. I've tried. No, and and people say, How do you get drunk? You just remember you're never sober. <laughs> you know, See, it's that's, so that's very good. We gotta, that's very good. Oh, yeah, I... just remember you've never been sober one day in your life. And so when I watch you guys on the journey, I put my phone and I like sometimes I'm still working. Yeah. And I'm like I gotta I'm, I've got to do something for a couple of my attorneys, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting really whacked. <laughs> like only half paying attention. The guy's in court, and she shabba dabba. Typed it. Well, you don't know this, but today is my last day at work. Just thought no. it's confirmation. Yeah, it's my last day in this office. There you go. Wow. Yeah. You're gone. I'm starting a new position, which is a totally different kind of job, a way easier apparently. It's like apparently. it's like a third of what I normally do, and there I'm able to travel with it. So, oh. yeah. Uh-oh. So that's just a little confirmation there. That's so really I'll, good. I start on the third, so we'll see. God, we ask that it become doable from the road. Yes, so please. She never ask to stop. That would be wonderful. Do you know what that that is sometimes. Mm. 
that's called the incredible mercy of God that he didn't make make you go cold turkey. <laughs> it's so wonderful. But he's allowing you a slow train until he cuts it. <laughs> I think that's probably right. That's what happens. See, the wild thing is, is we've heard you talk mm. about um, <clears throat> a value being what, what you can do or accomplish. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's such a connection to provision and what you do. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember that provision is not based on performance. It's based on mm-hmm. the blood in your veins. It's who you are that he provides for. It's just who you are. Like, like think of those you love dearly. Like, like I saw the love you had for AJ the other night. Like, it was so pure that – that's his mm-hmm. name, right, AJ? Yeah, AJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could just mm-hmm. see this love. And I was like, think about how he didn't have to earn that. That's right. And so right. If, if he needed anything Whoa. and you had it, wouldn't you give it to him? Yes. So there's this verse that says, ask and it shall be given to you. But the Greek actual meaning of it means this. If I have it, I'll give it. And if I don't, I'll create it for you. Whoa. And so Whoa. even if God doesn't have what you need in this season, he'll just create it for you. That's good. He's a good daddy. I received that. Oh, I needed this himself. tonight. Thank yeah. you so much. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And God, we thank you. I just, you know what I saw? It was so cool. There's a carpenter mm. coming. It's like a handyman mm. who's going to be able to do everything you need to do. Mm. You're not even, because you're Whoa. like thinking in your head the logistics yeah. of like, how do I do these things? Right. How mm. would I even do that if I wanted to do it? Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I already have the tools coming. Wow. They're, they're already wow. on way. They're on route. You're going to meet them real soon. Mm. Just different people who are coming to help you with different aspects of this and just look for the people. Thank you. Because that's what you do anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's making it easy for you. Yeah, he's making it who you are. Oh, wow. Mm. I receive all of it. Probably going to listen to this video on repeat. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're in luck because it's on YouTube, Spotify, Automatic. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> announcements, announcements. <laughs> uh, but guys, once again, if you are on tonight and you go to our website, hcm-stratford.org, and you give, we will give mm. that money to her Yes. to bless her wow. for being on. So – Please yeah, do. do. <laughs> this drink's for you. Please Shana, do. If you're I will remind the, you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out of the country and you're in the U.S., just message her on Facebook and give it directly to her because we can't give you a tax receipt anyways. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Wow. <laughs> I'm flying to Canada. I already know it. Yeah. It'd be wonderful to see you guys, too. Yeah. Oh. Well, Brian threatened it a few times, <laughs> and I'm sure that he will someday when yeah. everything becomes much more open. And uh, You know, it's right. wild. One time I had a 38-foot trailer in my driveway. Me and my father-in-law replaced the flooring, and I still could park my car. So if you guys need a place to park, <laughs> oh, I've got a big this. driveway. They definitely need. Uh, they've got like, oh, does I think it's 42 feet, so it's pretty close to that. My car will still fit. We're good. They park on my sidewalk. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you can actually park in my driveway. That's my driveway awesome. is like fifty something feet long. <laughs> Double. Oh, wide. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I can't wait to see what God's gonna do. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This has been exactly what I needed. Appreciate Get ready it. for the wave. And John had a trailer too at his house. Yeah, Matt's parked yeah. in my driveway, and it's I all foreshadow. <laughs> Yeah. For when they come, they that would trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can park them here too. There we go. Yeah, we'll steal a spot. Yeah. Shauna hey. says we would love that, Corey. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I could. I. Whoa. That's true. Ed and Orlean do have a half acre. Oh my god. Oh yeah, they have a lot of room out there. We could, we could even put a tent out there. there. Yeah. Have like a gathering tent. Yeah, Hippies. <laughs> we do good outdoor breakfast, man. We yeah. every so often we invade our friend's house and just steal their backyard to hang out. We even had tarps and everything and it rained and we were all yeah, under yeah. the tarps. Like it was great. Perfect. And Eddie's a bartender. Oh yeah. And oh, I love he bartenders. likes to pour out the spirit. But I like that statement. Say that again. I want to drink that. That Which... we're never drunk sober. <laughs> oh never, yeah. If you want to know how to get been... as drunk as we are, just realize you've never once been sober a day in your life. It's actually more work to stay sober than it is to drink. Man, I'm mm. going to just meditate on that as I sink to the bottom of the bottle <laughs> where the olive is. We're going to be pickling. Where the olive is. Holy smokes. And what's the olive? That's where Jesus was in the olive garden of Gethsemane. Whoa. Wow. Which is talking about the crushing mm. of the wine mm. so that the oil can come out of him. So he's <laughs> the one filling your cup because you're the cup of oil. Which is olive oil. <laughs> so I'm in the bottom of the bottle, sucking on the olive right now. <laughs> I like the all, 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 all oil. It's for everyone. It's the all oil. Olive oil. I like the, the olive oil. <laughs> That's why we need community so we can we can experience the all of oil. oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I love it. I love what uh I think it was you, John, that said when you first met us in New York. First you were like, Is this a cult? Like we were, it felt we were, something weird. It, I know. That's because everybody I, was loving me. And I just but we went didn't, through we that. We didn't even know each other. No, I didn't know anybody. Just no, Larry. we didn't know you. But I, the minute we saw you, it was like we'd known you since eternity. <laughs> because and we probably do. <laughs> so, but the thing about this, <laughs> this more than the, probably. probably, the thing about yeah. this wine and this unity is it's transferable. So everybody that watches gets it. And then there's no clicks. So what I love about mm. when we're together, like if we were to go out, Anybody that came into our circle would be instantly included. Yes. And that's what instantly. happened with the unconditional love, right? Yes. When I came into the group, Come on. I yes. was brought right into it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's the thing is like once <laughs> instead of building bigger, <laughs> bigger buildings, oh. we just need more homes. Yeah. We, ju- we just we just <laughs> need more love. Come on. Yeah. You don't and need a bigger parking lot. You just need. More. A yard. 
Yeah, like you just oh. like we got so caught up. And then the sad thing was, I remember this this one Sunday, someone came in and they were like probably like an hour behind schedule, right? But we hadn't even started yet, and they were all flustered because they had their kids and they're trying to get there and all this stuff. And I looked at them and I said, you know what? If you have to serve this service, we should end it and never do it again. Right. The service should be here to serve you, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. When we gather, it should be to bring each other higher, not to put pressure on each other, not to put weight. (laughs) What a bummer of a party if you're, like, working. I know. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, I know. It's supposed to serve us and all these things, all these what what they don't understand, they all start with good intention, but then they take yeah, from you. They take from you. They start making influences on your decisions. They start, they well, we have to do it this way because if we lose people, we'll lose the property. You know, like and, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, so yeah, and it's and it becomes actually a control instead of a blessing. So let's come back to that for a second. There's never been a day I've been so. <laughs> <laughs> so i want to just the lord showed me something when you were doing that just a moment ago he said remember we're i'm not in time okay so the book of revelations isn't a time-based book it's a now book so where are Whoa. we <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's his fault. So we're in the city right now. John's the only guy that can Whoa. drink in the book of Revelation. Yes. So we're in the city right now. Whoa. Right? Mm-hmm. And God's in the city, remember? Yes. Oh, yes. So how can you be sober in that city? You can't be. You're in the the glory and the unconditional love of God is permeating us everywhere. It's our awareness of where we already are. It's not about getting to it. I'm in it. I can't escape it. No wonder I'm drunk. I've just never thought of it that way before. And I really do like that. Never's been a day that I've been sober. I just thought I was. I thought I was. Wow. Wow, that's terrible. Uh, and I do have another thought. Oh, there it is. Okay. The other thought to go with that is just to confirm, I need a confirmation. You know? <laughs> Why do we need a confirmation? We don't really, but the, the wine's a confirmation, right? And what's your shirt, what's your shirt say? Bring the wine. See, you're running down the street of the city. Bring the wine. Bring the wine. We're going to a party. Okay. They're following me. Yeah, we are the party. So, in 1978, I woke up. Oh, that's why he keeps waking me up at 3 in the morning. <laughs> 1978, right? Yes. 1978 has never ended. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so at three in the morning, I hear a trumpet. I'm sound asleep. Oh, I wake up and it's still blowing. And it's not just blowing outside like something you'd hear. It's something that's vibrating through my body Whoa. because it is one of the trumpets in the book of Revelation. See, that's where I am at that moment on my journey. And so I didn't know that. I thought I'd missed the rapture. 
I was really freaked out. So I ran and turned the TV in, and this famous, uh, this famous guys on, on TV, you know, over there would be the 700 Club, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, Huntley Street, 100 Huntley Street, and there's David Maines. And I go, oh, thank God I'm okay. <laughs> David hasn't left. I'm still here. And so I didn't realize till the next morning that was a pre-recorded program. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit nervous then. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read that? Because this will be good. <laughs> I'm really drunk. Well, we are the substance of light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I feel like this would... This would um, here, one second. I have ways. You have ways? Yeah, because they're on with us right now. Brian, come on, Brian. You got come this. Just, come just share what you want to share, bro, because I can't <laughs> read right now. <laughs> oh. <Whoa. laughs> oh. So you woke up at 3 in the morning? Are you been doing that? Is that what? No. Yeah, it happens all the time. He'll wake me up. It's funny. Though, I woke I, up at three o'clock this morning. That's did why you? I yeah. Oh, I yeah. Well, been okay. Asleep. This is the beauty of this. Don't give me this anointing, please. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you this. This is good. There was a time when I was going to um very. I used to say to the Lord, I wouldn't do this to my worst enemy, and you're letting it happen to me. Like, what's the deal here? Mm, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was a lot, like a demonic four years of uh, hell, basically. Um, mm-hmm. But only to expose heaven at the end of the route. So then it was all worth it. It had contrast. But he, um, and I found out later, I used to be like, I'd leave the lights all on in my house to go to sleep at night. It was, it was a very scary time. It's like getting thrown in the deep end of the spiritual pool with no knowledge of how to swim love. at all. Yeah. Right? Wow, yeah. This is before the, the liquid love thing. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that three in the morning is a very big deal to people that are in the occult. It's like mm-hmm. a, they called it like a very uh, let's call witching it a, hour. Yeah, yeah. The witching hour. But what, what was funny was, I'm telling you this to say, what was funny is God would start waking me up at three in the morning and bringing <laughs> me into revelation and the glory. And mm. so then it became a great time for me. I'd, I'd get up, mm. I'd walk around in the dark at three in the morning now. Yes. And mm-hmm. I am filled with light. It's like the most mm. peaceful, incredible time. God redeemed the darkness Whoa. and brought me in the light. It was beautiful. But back to the trumpet. The trumpet, <laughs> you see I'm on that route. God wanted me to know down the road. I always say this. Mm. God will plant a seed of revelation, whether you understand it or not. 26 year ago, dream. And he does that because now there's a root to when he unpacks it. Oh. Because when you get it, if you get it cold, your mind will go, I don't get that. I don't understand. You fight with it. But if there's a root, a seed in mind, like for instance, he showed me in the bathroom in 78, people in heaven on the earth. I said to him, in an open, it's wide open, the veil's ripped, we're talking. I said mm-hmm. to him, I don't get it, God. I thought you had to die to go to heaven. Mm. So he knew at that moment I wouldn't understand, but he planted a seed to bring immortality to me 43 years later. Wow. 
So when he'd start talking to me about I am a life-giving spirit, John, he's already got the roots in me to the tree of the revelation so I can go, oh, and he starts unpacking it, and I'm able to eat it quickly because I understand it. Do you see? Yeah, I got roots so to good. the truth where if it wasn't there, <laughs> it would be cold, and I'd be like, what the heck? So at the time, this is what he says. He knew I couldn't get it. So he says this, of which now he's unpacking this as well on Whoa. a higher level. He said, <laughs> I am the light of the world, and now I am in you, and you are the light. Mm. Because we are. It's what Brian was just talking about. We are light. Mm. We are Christ in the earth. And so once I understood <laughs> that, see, it's, it's, it's getting deeper and deeper now as well, it's just getting brighter out, right? Yes. Till the fullness of the day, remember? Yes. Proverbs. Yes. That's all that's happening. Is that point zero five? Is getting more <laughs> and more and more. <laughs>